Hello and welcome to what is now the third attempt to begin well, Kenneth's Juice Show episode uh, 16. 16, my third yeah. time is a charm, Stu. Is it? Because I reckon that what's going to happen next is we're going to start. We're going to get well, 15 minutes in and well, someone's going to break in and knife us. Yeah, well, your house might blow up. Yeah, there's always that like possibility. It's unlikely. Hmm. I mean, to be honest, if when I spend time in a room with you as someone lit a match, it would go up with flames. It's so. just that Beastie Boys song. Yeah, that's fair. Sabotage! All right, wow. Yeah, I know, right? That, that hit new levels of just not turning that down. Just not working. Yeah, yeah right. Just, yeah, like, dear Stu, can you not do that again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah dear Stu is a long time fan. Fuck off. Yeah, dear Stu, as your co presenter, Ken, I just want you to just knock that on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh! Just, yeah, okay, like it's time for full disclosure. Full disclosure. We, we were going to do a really epic two part. Well, we're still going to do it. Well, we're still going to do it. Yeah, we, 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 had, we had planned. Yeah. Stephen um, King. Stephen King. A two part Stephen King episode where yeah. we look at like 20. 20 Stephen King. 20 films. Stephen King. 10 in each episode. 10 yeah. in each episode. This was planned for last month. Yeah, it's been it, planned for more than a month. Then it got delayed. Yeah. Uh, and it was planned for today. We've been working on this for about three or four months, I yeah. would say. And, then, uh, I, and, and then, then I turned up today. Yeah. And Stu went. I watched them. I haven't watched any of them. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I have. I watched some of them, but I, I haven't done. I, I was basically saying, which is true, I don't feel like I'm knowledgeable enough to say anything about these films. Really. Yeah. And and to I be, could do some like The Shining, which I've seen a million times. But yeah. To be fair, I yeah. only got through half of Salem's Lot yeah. before I fell asleep. Yeah. Um, which doesn't speak very well of of what the content for that. Salem's really. Lot of shite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's more like slalom. Lot. Because it, it's just like you're going downhill all the time. Oh, his career. Hey. I like it. Yeah, yeah very hey. good. Hey. That's hey. the kind of thing people tune into this show for. Exactly, just weak, tired gags that have no context. The Shining, more like the shite thing. <laughs> children of the corn, more like children of the corn hole. Nice. Yeah. The cat's eye, more like We don't watch eye. that one. That's, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the next, next one. Yeah. You got this? Did you watch that? Yes. <laughs> you went through the whole film and then you went, yeah. "Oh, it's later." <laughs> creep show, more like crap show. More like peep show. That's already a thing. I know, but it's bad, isn't it? No, it's good. Peep no, show's peep, great. peep show's the worst sitcom I've ever created. No, it isn't. Why are you saying that? Because it's true. No, it's not true. Okay. Nobody no, but... finds this funny. It's just like the say a thing that's not true and then double down on it for five hours. It's irritating. <laughs> well, Stop that... doing it. Well, do you know what, Stu? If you had watched all the Stephen King films, you wouldn't have to do this. Well, I didn't, did I? Because so... I'm a complete collapse of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> you brought this on yourself. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, we've got other things to talk about. We've decided to make this a, mi- a little bit of a um, uh, pick and mix. Pick and uh, Rick. No. <laughs> we're, we're gonna... I turn myself into some sweets, Morty. Um... I'm pick and mix Rick. No, you got this wrong again. It's pick and Rick's. <laughs> we went I've through been this. punished for this. We went through this twice already. <laughs> <laughs> He's turned into Rain Man now. Pickle Rick. No. Turn myself into pickle. I'm Rain Man Rick. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so we've we've got other shit to talk about. Um, it's yeah. it's, it's going to be bollocks. It's going to be great. Well, but we're going to begin by <laughs> talking about opinion. many trailers. Many, we've watched lots of trailers. <laughs> we've seen many trailers. Yeah, m- so many trailers. So many trailers. So and we many. haven't found the skull yet. No, I still need context. Anyway, mm. <laughs> go on. Yeah, so uh, we we watched. Uh, well, we've got I think eight trailers to talk about. Actually. Eight trailers. So let's try and keep That's it. All of the. Let's trailers. try and keep it smooth. Let's try and keep it. Brief. Well, not necessarily. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter, does it? No, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Well, look, if if you know what can, I can't say that it matters. Okay. Anyway, if if they're they're listening to this, they don't care. They just the first one. Tom is the the only one. The the first one we watched. (laughs) 
was the um, uh, trailer for new, the New Mutants. The New Mutants, which is the sort of <laughs> same as the old, same as the old. Mutants. You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Spin-off X-Men uh, movie. What was that? Stu? Air quotes. Uh, spin-off. Spin-off. Yeah, spin-off. It's a side quill. Side quill. Oh fuck off. <laughs> How can you get offended by work? You know what? I want. Well, I don't know, man. I think it's an why, don't you, why don't you ask black people about the N word? Like, how do you get offended by a word? It's just yeah, a word. But side quill is an actual term that is used by one person. Then it's it me. is a gigantic pile of arse gravy. It's like when that, when I was talking about Transformers, yeah. you got like really out of your chair. Oh, you said lore. Fucking lore. Yeah, that really annoyed me though. <laughs> it annoyed me. It's an annoying do you know what? Some, there's there's something else that annoyed you, wasn't there? Yeah, there is. It's just my entire existence. No, you're, you're a lovely man, Ken. Okay, um, thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, I, I don't like side quill. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Well, that's a terrible that's like you could. That's like they're going to start, like, it's not a prequel because it doesn't precursor direct events, but it takes place before them. Therefore, it's a back quill. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Dig your own grave and get in it. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, well then. <laughs> anyway, New Mutants. Uh, well, it's dark, look, down, yeah. New, new Mutants. Yeah, it would be because it's a grave. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the New Mutants. Meet the New Mutants. Oh, so, this is well day. <laughs> That's just me. I'm just. I'm, no. 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 <laughs> no. Forget it. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. This is a bad opening. Yeah. New Mutants. Worst. It looks bad. Yeah. It really does. It looks really um, uninteresting, and I don't know what the hell you're doing. Do you know what? I'm. I'm willing to. Go on the fact that the film mm-hmm. itself might actually be worth watching. Maybe. What I don't understand, uh, two things I don't about that trailer I don't understand. Well, the word "new" means something that's fresh <laughs> right. and like and, recent, and, and the word "mutant" is a re- reference to a mutant. And, and the word the, "fleur" that's a definitive article. That's a definitive article. What is a definitive article? Uh, if Fleur would like to write to the show and explain what a definitive article is, because you are good at word, then uh, <laughs> please feel free. <laughs> um, no, two things. I don't understand why they have seen fit to market it as a generic horror film. There were a lot of things in that trailer that were just sort of like, you know, when he, what, what the hell does he look at? You know, and he's, a washing and he's, machine. Yeah, and he's creeping up to it, and then yeah. the fire hand yeah, comes out. Yeah, it's the same old like, jump no, scare. The, the sort of, yeah, generic horror imagery. I'm just like, okay, who who's this aimed at? Well, I mean, I assume it's because it came out roughly around Halloween. That's probably why they did it like that. You think? Maybe. You think, you think it's purely about the time Not purely by, but like maybe that's a reason. Okay. And the use of the um, Pink Floyd song. Oh, that's just your typical, like, get an old song and make it sound creepy. Yeah, but given that it's about, like a teenage demographic who are like what 40 50 years beyond that song I'm like yeah really okay yeah. but everyone knows that song it's like a very popular song mm. I, w- I was thinking when I heard that song in the tra- I mean I know there are many things about this trailer that bother you mm. but I was thinking that was one of the things that was going to annoy you the most well it's annoying but I'm so used to that crap by now that it just like well given <laughs> given your reaction to the use of Johnny Cash in Logan Oh, that annoyed me. Yeah, yeah. That and, was I, and was I think it's sort of aiming for the same thing. It's that, like, it's that, just well, a, a that annoyed me because to me it's the and Logan turned out good, mm. but that Logan to me is well. like what's the song you can use that's the most obvious one that's gonna affect you? Yeah, and it's like that which you know good song, well, but it's gonna affect you. That's if that comes out, I apologize. Yeah. Um, well, what's the, what's the most obvious signifier for teenage rebellion? Yeah, it's that. It's yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's that. Um, We're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna take it any 
that's not how it goes. Yeah, it's... Uh, Sarah, I've just been brought to my attention that you're not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I'd like to you to know you're not going to be uh, taking my nappy off and uh, taking the shit out of it anymore. Thank you. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so what, what else about this trailer bothered you, sir? Um, well, that's the problem for me with it is, like, there's almost nothing to talk about. It's just the same old shit. Like, you've seen it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen it. It's boring. Nothing exciting happens in the trailer. I don't know. They stole that scare from the original Nightmare on Elm Street where the face comes through the wall. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it looks worse. What's the the thing with his smiley on him? Yeah, that, I have no idea. I have no idea what that was. That's just another thing that I hate. You know that recent Happy Death Day thing? Um, I'm going to see yeah, that tomorrow. The trailer of where like the guy is wearing like the happy face mask. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the new thing is like after something like your next with the animal masks. You know now we've moved on yeah. to smiley. Like oh, it's a happy thing that's going to kill you. How? What is a version? You know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like just think of an idea. <laughs> like you know, how hard is it to think of an idea? <laughs> and, you know, we're about to find out that it's actually very hard. So yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Can see. Exactly. Um, I just. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where does the New Mutants? Because I'm not familiar with them as a, uh, a thing. The New Mutants was sort of a spin-off of the X Men when the X Men was at its peak of its powers, and it was a weird mystical thing and different, and it was interesting and it was good. But uh, where where in the sort of chronology does it? I, I don't fit? really know where it fits. I mean, it, it's an '80s thing. It's like right. an early '80s thing, I think. Okay. And it's mostly known for characters like Sunspot and Warlock, who you don't know who these characters are, no. you know, because you have to follow comics, and right. that's not like it. You don't know who it is. Like you have no reason to know who it is. You okay, know? fair enough. But I mean, frankly, the whole X Men franchise, in terms of films, like and, unless they like, I just want Marvel to get it back and do it right. To be yeah, honest. that would like, that would be nice. I think I think it's gone far mm, enough now that we could yeah. we could we could do with a reboot. Yeah, really. I would like that very much. Um, yeah. Owned by by the. The proper people, yeah, yeah. exactly. I um, think Fox don't know what they're doing. You know, well, I've heard know. good things about that Gifted show. Oh, the yeah, the Gifted. Um, and Legion was supposed to be good as well. Legion was supposed to be great because it's totally unlike anything that you would expect. And I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, but that's and and what in what brand are you are you putting this then? Like, what demographic are you putting Legion in? You know, it's like it's that kind of thing. It's One like, percent. Okay, yeah, but it's that thing of like, okay, so it's. Sort of, sort of based around the X Men universe slightly to some degree. Okay, so you're trying to appeal to comic book fans, but then if you're not going down the same sort of route, who who's this aimed at? I, I don't know, but I'm, I've heard good things about it, and yeah. I don't have enough context in terms of opinion to give the gifted a look yet. But well, I'm, I'm, I might get right. I don't to care it. about Dark Phoenix, like you know. I'm, yeah, well, I, that's I, coming as well. Yeah, and X Force. Yeah, that, coming as well. I, I mean, that, I mean th- that could be good if they base it on a good X Force story. Uh, are there any? Yes, there are, but they unfortunately would not be able to use the characters who are in it. So, oh, why is that? Uh, Dead- well, they could use Deadpool actually, couldn't they? I think Deadpool is going to be in it. Oh, really? Oh, well, then maybe they'll be doing the good one. But the problem is, Deadpool in that is not like the movie Deadpool. Deadpool is. So oh, okay. We'll have to see. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to the next trailer. I think. All right. Okay. The uh, next one we saw yesterday in front of um, Jake or Thor. No, it was Thor. Yeah, it was um, um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh yeah, Star Wars: Last Jedi. Yeah, uh, um, I saw the reaction on social media. People absolutely creaming themselves over this. Yeah, but trailer. that happens with everything with Star it, Wars. It does happen with everything Star Wars, and it's it's tiring, uh, frankly. Um, I don't. I'm I'm well I'm well aware that my you know, feelings for Star Wars have just been just battered out of me. Like any any love that I had for it is just greatly diminished because of the prequels, um, and the disappointment of Force Awakens. Rogue One I really really liked. This just looks like the same stuff. I, I you know we're eight films in now, 
um, to the main saga. And it's like, it's got uh, similarities to like Empire Strikes Back. You know, the like the hero going to train on this desolate place under the, the wise old Jedi Master. You've got like variations on the walkers. And I'm going, okay, is this just going to be like Empire Strikes Back again? Because that's like the touchstone for all good Star Wars films. I, 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 don't, I don't get the big deal of it. I mean, I'll... I'll probably end up going to see it, but I, I can generally... probably about it. You're going to a double bill. You literally told me that. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. Mm. Um, but I... Well, I haven't booked the tickets or anything Oh, right, yet. fair enough. Um, but I, I can't generate any excitement for it. I, I, what do you think? Um, I... Well, my experience with Force Awakens was very different to yours because I went in, like, kind of actively not... Actively disliking Star Wars and mm. came out kind of liking it because I thought it was really fun. <laughs> Which I, is fair enough. I thought that it was the for the first time there was a little bit of visual flair to it mm. instead of a guy just basically going like, "Well, we need to have these shitty looking like W Premier wipes after every scene because that's what Star Wars does." Mm. And you know, and J.J. Abrams, who isn't exactly the most visionary director in the world, no, still has a vision, mm. and you know, it comes out in that, and it came out in Star Trek as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I am looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to it on the level I would be like. This this is going to be a fun, good sci-fi film that's kind of family-friendly. It's going to work. Mm. Uh, it might have a little bit more edge to it because it's like the middle one. Right. But, yeah, uh, yeah you know... And it, he's coming back. Yeah, J.J. Abrams is coming back yeah, to the last one. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it because I enjoyed Force Awakens. I enjoyed the second half of Rogue One quite a lot. The first half made me literally fall asleep in the cinema. <laughs> uh, genuinely, it's the only time that's ever happened to me. I fell asleep. Wow. I was so bored. Ooh, okay. uh, and then I woke up and I was like, oh, this is good now. Uh, but no, it could be good. It's just, you know, with you know, Star Wars is just like wanked over constantly. Yeah. Like, there, I don't think there's... And I, I don't, as someone who uses social media, who uses the internet a lot, you know... Mm. I don't think I've been through a full day of my life in ten years where someone hasn't fucking thrown Star Wars in my face. I, I do think that. Like, I don't yeah. think it's possible to avoid it. Yeah. Because and and that's why you there get like that. just stop, like mm. just stop. Like when I meet people who are my age who are still obsessed with Star Wars, I just feel sorry for them. Mm. Like I'm just like you know there is so much other cinema out there. To me, it, it, it it's got to stop. Do you know what? <laughs> it's it's like to me. The reaction to the prequels, uh, like on the internet, was so vicious, and it's like now that the this um, new guys have come in and sort of embraced the original trilogy as the sort of touchstone and advanced that, mm. it's like they're not even actually looking at the content anymore. They're just going, "Oh, but this ties into the original trilogy, which I loved." And it's yeah. like there's there's almost an inherent love there without looking at what's actually it's, on screen. It's the same sort of thing with the Marvel. MCU to yeah. me because they're basically going like it gets to the point where you have a few films that seemingly only existed to set up the next film mm. and people are like yeah that mo like you'd see reviews online not reviews but things people are writing were like oh yeah it was great you saw the Infinity Gauntlet mm. like you'd actually do stuff like that oh yeah it was great Thanos was at the end yeah and like what about the plot what about the, yeah, what about yeah. the acting what about the, what about the film interaction itself? oh yeah. no it was awesome because like Hawkeye had these arrows he had in a Hawkeye comic <laughs> you know it's like hey, yeah hey. like that's the that's what and you know we'll get into this when we talk about Thor because this is a problem for me and it was a problem for me with Spider-Man as well mm -hmm. but 
In fact, we're talking about Black Panther now, aren't we? So we should yeah. talk about Black Panther. All right. But ultimately, yeah. Last Jedi. I mean, I get. I totally understand where you're coming from. I didn't feel any kind of like, yes, I can't wait for this. But you know, I am looking forward to it. And I think I'll enjoy it because I enjoyed the last one. I'm just, I'm waiting for Star Wars to win me back, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. I, th- I think there's just too much. <laughs> it's it's almost like Baggage. a relationship ending. It's yeah, like there's yeah, just yeah. too much distance between yeah. us now. It's like you know, I mean, a reconciliation, a full reconciliation, is off the cards for me. Um, if any was going to win me over, it was Rogue One, and it was like I really enjoyed Rogue One, but not enough to be like, oh my god, there's another Star Wars film this year, and I cannot wait to well, see. Well, they're it. doing what's it called, Solo. Yeah, which is like, yeah, of course. What else was it going to be called? Han. <laughs> yeah, Han. What Han? Han. What? They could call it Parsec or something. <laughs> which I don't know now because Phil was it. Phil, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, they got, they got, they got taken off, off yeah. like halfway through. I think they probably it, wanted it to be too fun and good. Well, they're like, what? And they were like, hey, hey, <laughs> make it more middle of the road. <laughs> make, make it more Star Wars. Yeah, make like, it more boring like why Star is, Wars. Why is Channing Tatum in this? Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, Black Panther. Black we Panther. saw a trailer two for Black Panther. I liked it better than trailer one, um, <laughs> but all the same, uh, my general... My, I'm a bit fed up with Marvel now, so... I, I, get I, got, I got that impression last night. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get in, we will get into that, so I'm not going to yeah. say too much about Black Panther, but I, the, it's a harder sell for me because I don't know anything about Black Panther. Yeah. But at the same time, that almost makes it more appealing because I'm going into something not knowing the basic beats it's going to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, at this point, I don't think Marvel are capable of making a film that doesn't hit the same beats, so we'll see. Yeah, to, to a certain extent, yeah. I, feel, I feel that's true. I feel yeah. like the second trailer was less patronising. Yeah. It didn't like, hey, here's two white guys, you know, uh, here's two characters that you've seen before, this is yeah. safe, this is your introduction, and oh, now, wh- oh god, what is this, a different culture? Yeah. <gasps> you know. Well, it's for me, it's not, uh, this is really difficult to get into, because I'm going to acknowledge again, I've, I, I've never been black. Wow, not ever. Not ever. I've been in white your, my in, whole life, which is really life. racist of me, to be honest. But <laughs> I, 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 when it. I see the trailers for this movie, I kind of feel like, is this... Is this patronizing? Like, you know, we've got your, you've got your urban music, fine. Mm. You know, you've got your just, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's really hard to say without sounding like you're just going, I don't much care for this ghetto music, you know, <laughs> because I like, I, do, I do, I like that music, but I do like yeah. that music, but at the same time, I kind of feel like they're really pushing it as the black movie. Yeah. And to me, well, I mean, you know, maybe that's fine. Maybe that doesn't bother people. Mm. But in a way, I kind of get a little bit like, couldn't you have, like, d- is it necessary to have that divide? Like, mm. really? But then again, when I, what's the alternative? Just push it as another Marvel movie. Well, yeah. So, what's the alternative? Um, yeah. I guess, yeah, the problem there is if you, if yeah. you just strictly push it as another Marvel film, it sort of loses its identity somewhat yeah, yeah um and i think a lot of people would be quite vocal about that given that you know we've got black male lead black director writer yeah. um i mean it it deserves to embrace its ethnic sort of diversity yeah uh but the, the well the point that you made about the urban music i'm yeah. like okay so whose decision is that now, that's the thing it, is it the it, money men doing yeah, it and you, know, it, you know you know it, as it, in like yeah promoting it as a black film or is it like you know the the guys behind it, like the director, yeah. going. This is how we want to do this. Yeah, this is how we want to do it. This is this is us embracing yeah. this. But so the, it's, the issue is, it's difficult to know. The issue is, you could get the most esoteric director, like they got Taika Waititi to do a Thor. Yeah, uh, and that film felt nothing like one of his movies at all. It felt like a Marvel movie. 
mm. it was homogenous, and that's because these movies are. There, there made was too one. Tight. There was one constant thing throughout it that made it feel like one of his films. Was it just the character of uh, Cork? Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll come yeah, to that. We'll get to it, but you know, there there is a homogeneity. Homogeneous sort of homogeneity is that a good word? Homogeneity to these I, movies. Like, I, yeah, they are very much like well, we found our formula, but we'll get into that more later when we mm. talk about Thor. Yeah. So let's move on to the third like Justice League's final trailer or third trailer, whatever it is. Um. Yeah, so uh, if if you if you have been yeah. listening to this, or if you know any of us, or if you've even just breathed in on this planet, you will know that I have just been against this film from like day one. Yeah, and I and I feel similarly to be honest. Um, yeah, because I'm not into it. Our reaction at Batman versus Superman was what just horrible to say the well, least. Well, that's because it's a big pile of shit. It's an incredible pile of shit. You yeah. haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, right? I haven't. No, I haven't no. actually seen that whatsoever. Okay, uh, not will... because of it being about. Wonder Woman, but no. because it's another one of the DC universe, yeah. and I just feel done. I will after say, Suicide Squad, I can't. There's no. no, I can't. Well, after Su- after Suicide Squad, I and because uh, I was looking forward to Suicide Squad, I thought, oh yeah, yeah. it's going to be its own thing. It's going to be I, just an I liked, offshoot. I liked Batman vs Superman more than Suicide Squad. I will agree with you there. Yeah, um, I thought Suicide I was Squad was like, absolutely wrong. And after Suicide Squad, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. And then I went to see Wonder Woman, and yeah. I was like, that's a cut above. Yeah. That's that's a step in the right direction. It's not fully there, yeah. But it's it's getting somewhere. And now I look at the last trailer for this, yeah, and I go, that's not quite as offensive. No, they appear to have very pointedly upped the color. Like yeah. it appears to be more saturated. Like almost every shot, including shots we've seen before, shots we've are seen now before more colorful. Are now, yeah. look, now look more yeah. rich in color. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm will like, say, I, what I, happened? I'm still I've still got no interest in seeing it. I really don't. If if we go for the pod, I'll go with you. Mm, right, but I just I'm Thing not is, interested. At this point, I'm thinking I will probably go. Yeah, uh, sadly. Uh, you got an unlimited card. You might as well. Yeah, I know. I know. That's you the know. thing. It's like even stuff that I don't want to see. I'm yeah, like, but if you've got an unlimited yeah. card, you might as well see everything. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, having said that, the notion of going to see it now doesn't seem quite as bad. No. Um, it, they they have really. It, I don't know whether this is obviously Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, has taken over from Zack Snyder due to actually yeah. unfortunate circumstances. Has he gone in and just touched up his work? Has he added stuff? I'm I'm sort of curious to see how much of I'm curious to see how much will be his yeah. and how much will be Zack Snyder's. I how assume m- it will largely be Zack's, but I, I assume it will be. But it, yeah. it just looks like he, he has gone in, gone over the whole thing and gone, right, okay, let's just amp this up a little bit. Yeah. Um there are still shots in that trailer that look very strange. Towards the end of the trailer, yeah. yeah. When it's when it's, when it's in that, yeah. that sort of like apocalyptic red sky shit. I don't know quite what's going on there, obviously. Yeah. Um, having said that, you, there's potential for it being sort of fun. I mean, the, we we both pointed to the Flash and went, you know, he's he looks like he might be yeah, fun. Yeah, he looks... To, everything I've seen from him seems more appealing. Yeah, Um like almost like his introduction just serves to make everything not yeah. quite so dull and grim. I'm and... gonna say it again though. They should have had solo movies for all these characters. Before yeah, of they course they the should. Like, of course they it's should. It's insane that they didn't. No, they've they've rushed it. They re- they really have. It, which yeah. is which is detrimental. Obviously, I mean, who gives a fuck about Cyborg? I, I could the thing is I, I could in theory give a fuck about him if they'd made any effort to develop him. Well, if they made any effort to make him look any. Yeah. You know, cop. I mean, he still looks shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like the actual look. Well, I know, I know, Cyborg from the old Teen Titans cartoon and the comic from when right. I was little. 
or not little, but younger. Yeah. And you know, I liked him in that because they made the effort to develop him and mm. give him personality. But in this, he just looks like a walking computer thing. Really. Yeah, yeah, which I just I don't yeah. care about. Um, my main problem at the moment is I'm trying to reconcile my generally progressive leanings with the fact that every time I see Wonder Woman, I just go fit like that. <laughs> I, and I hate I hate that I do that. I, I, I can't stop doing it. Mm. Every, every time I see that shot of her doing that ridiculous sweep kick, mm. I, I, I'm just like biting my knuckles like... <laughs> so maybe I should watch Wonder Woman. Maybe you should. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that that's the reason you should watch it. Well, I mean, that's the reason I'm going to watch it. Right. Okay. You know, um, With the sound off, yeah. Well, no, the sound will be on because I, I will be pretending like I'm watching it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah fair, fair yeah. cop. Um, and, and you know, I feel bad about that because you know you shouldn't objectify women like that. Maybe, but then you know, maybe they shouldn't shoot shots like that, should they? Yeah, that's that's a very male advantageous. That's shot. the whole male gaze thing going yeah, on right there. Um, yeah. No, do you know what? You should watch Wonder Woman. Maybe it'll change your viewpoint. Maybe you'll feel maybe. more progressive after a dose of Wonder. I want to see it. I do. I think it might be good if you say it's, it's better it's, than. It's certainly. It, I I struggle to say it's good, but it is. Yeah. It's it's decent. I mean, it's it's it, not horrible. It's the, it's the yeah. best. <laughs> That's DC the best film. thing you can say about DC film. Yeah. It's not horrible. It is the best DC film. Uh, Shall we move on to Paddington Two? Yes. Yes, yeah. now, we watched, I hadn't actually seen this second trailer, we watched it today, Yeah. and now the original Paddington, we have talked about it briefly, uh, but basically... But no, it's, we, it's co we covered it for our um, surprises, oh, yes, remember, we did, I, yes. I went into detail yeah. about it. Uh, but as, as, as you will remember, the original Paddington we both think is marvellous, basically. It's fucking It's a charming, beautiful. magical, it's... like, it's pure, it, to me, it's what, it's, this, is, this sounds wanky, but it's true. When I think, like, what do I want from cinema, it's that. That's why I want. Yeah. I want to walk away and feel you like I've seen something that's changed my life for the better. But you want to feel good. Yeah. 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 I mean, I or, I. or if you don't feel good, you want to feel like you've had been made to think about something. Yeah. I mean, and, I. Uh, and when I walked out of Paddington, I was just like. It felt like when you're a kid and you see The Lion King and you're waiting yeah. in the queue and you're like, this is going to be great. Because when you're a kid, all movies are great. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Well, and it was great. I'm on the record as going in feeling incredibly cynical about it. Yeah. And like. 15 minutes in, uh, I felt this smile come across my face and went, oh my god, I'm into this. By the end of it, I walked out and I was so just bowled over by its charm. How yeah. effort There was effort, but it seemed effortless. Yeah, Everything was really engaging. I thought the cast worked really well. Yeah. No, nothing was unnatural. Not patronizing. No, patronizing. no, it didn't talk no. down to you. It was just, there was lots of yeah. flair and craft in it, and I was just like, yep. Yeah. I I think I went to see that like three times. I've only seen it the once. I oh, know I saw it again on DVD. Um, um, and it was I was bowled over by it. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's stupidly and charming. Reviews film. for the new one are very good as are well. Are really really good. They yeah. say it's they say it's on par with this one. But that is so hard for me to believe. I, I that like when I saw that first trailer, the brief first trailer for it, I thought ah, yeah. because it was a little bit kind of just antics, you know? Yeah. But I should have had faith in them. Yeah. It's the same team and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the same guys. Same yeah. director? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I should have had faith in them. And I had never said this before and never will again. Hugh Grant looks great in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks really funny and appealing yeah. in it. It was, um, yeah, there were, there were yeah. a couple of points in that trailer that really made me laugh. Yeah. Um, I don't think the trailer sold the first film particularly no, well. No, I didn't. So, well, um, the, the, the first thing I... When I first... I will get into this when I talk about Peter Rabbit later. Oh, God, yeah. But Peter, Peter, Peter Rabbit is basically what I thought Paddington was going to be. Yeah, that's uh, it. As you yeah. said first, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. and I'm, par I'm paraphrasing you there. Yeah, yeah. But Paddington, the first trailer, was the scene where he's pulling the enormous earwax thing out of his yeah, ears. Yeah. And I was like, 
Oh god, they've turned it into like a gross out. Yeah, like he's going to be like farting and mm. oh god, but it wasn't that at all. No, it wasn't that at all. It wasn't that so, at all. I'm prepared. Obviously, yeah. the, the the trailer I think loads loads up with the, the, the sort comedy, of broad yeah. comedy, yeah. and we'll not get into the subtleties of it. And yeah. so I'm prepared to go in and really like I th- this. I think the moment I knew I loved the original Paddington was when he sees the sign on the tube that says dogs must be carried and then he thinks he has to go and get oh, one. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah. loved that, didn't you? He, he's just like, shit, I have to get a You dog. have to go and we get have a to dog. Have one. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful and charming and just really funny. But this looks great as I well. I feel... I f- yeah. If 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 the reviews are correct and yeah. that this film is just on par with the Should original in terms of how... I feel like I need it. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I need something like that now. Yeah. I need it something... I, movie, I need yeah. a... A jolt of just like yeah, this is just designed to give you a happy yeah ninety minutes in a, in the cinema yeah, especially given what we sat through yesterday, which we'll yeah. get into. But yeah, Paddington Two, I'm up, I'm up for it. Looks yeah. great. Looks um, great. Now I, I I put on the trailer for Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs, uh, which I am looking forward to a lot because I personally loved Fantastic Mr. Four. Fantastic Mr. Four. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic uh, Mr. Four. Yeah. Uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Four. Again. Fantastic yeah. Mr. Fox. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> but no, uh, I think it looks really interesting, and I like Fantastic Mr. Fox a lot. I think that Wes Anderson's particular style and quirks work really well in animation. I find them in live action to be slightly off-putting and condescending and pretentious. Well, frankly. But in this, I thought this looked yeah, this is going to be a ride. I'm looking forward to this a lot. I won't comment on Fantastic Mr. Fox because I, know I need, you, I need yeah. to go back and have another look at it. I yeah. think my, my tastes have sort of changed. I might find it appealing. What I, the trailer that you you know we, we saw for this, um, yeah. I just I couldn't get over the sense of melancholy. Well, that's going to be in there. That's going to be a sense yeah, of melancholy. And I'm just, I'm just yeah. like, eh. Yeah. It just, give me, no. There's just I, there's no there was no hook for me to get into. I just I I couldn't engage. Uh, I, I find at all. it just I find it visually so utterly impressive that everything will balance sort of pivot around that for me. You might be right. You might it be looks right. Fantastic. This is the first time I've ever yeah. paired of this, by the way. It, so. Yeah, yeah. I I don't need just it, the trailer only came out like a month ago or so. Okay. I think it looks really good. So we won't say much about it, but I am really looking forward to Isle of Dogs. I have to say, I'm not a Wes Anderson yeah. fan. Well, I it's must, neither I am say. I. That's the thing. And yeah. the, the thing is, it's all his same people again. It's all his same. Yeah, actors it's, again. He, yeah. He, gets, he gets a crop. He's of, got a little crew going on. Like yeah. Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Yeah, you know. Um, but it should be good, I think. Uh, and then after that, we watched a trailer for something we're both pretty enthusiastic about, which yeah. was uh, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. And you know, that's taking a lot of flack. It's but taking. I don't f- understand why, because okay. it's like people hate fun. Right. Do you know what? Right. Okay. So a couple yeah. of things. Um, I had, I got in a huge argument with, yeah. it, with a guy uh, on on the train to work actually. Yeah. About whether it was a sequel or a reboot. Yeah. And I was like, it's a sequel. Yeah, you he's see like, the board and, game, and, and he's you? like, "No, it's a spin-off." He's like, "It's not a spin-off because it actually it will." It's been said that it will directly reference Robin Williams' character in the original. It's set in the same environment. It's just that we didn't see that the first time yeah, around. It was yeah. all brought out of the game. The the fact that they acknowledge the board game is a present. Yeah. Um. The other um thing that it keeps getting flagged for is that it's a video game this time instead of the board yeah, game. Yeah, but who cares about that? Well, like, what does I that just. My argument was right. If, yeah. if this if this game is sort of semi conscious, I guess yeah. I, I don't know. It was like it would make sense that there are other avatars, like other yeah. portals into that world. 
And secondly, yeah. it, the trailer sort of sets that up is the fact that board games have become blasé and are not recognised anymore. Yeah. And the game actually creates another function for you to get yeah. sucked so in. So we yet. can get new people. Yeah. yeah. It's like, the, at the end of the day, this is it, uh, Jumanji. It's a, it's a perfectly well, fine film. It's yeah. not one to be revered. No, that's the weirdest thing. Jumanji was never a masterpiece. No. It was just a fun summer movie that I, I have fond like, memories of. You know? I feel like it's almost gotten more reverence in the wake of Robin Williams' death. Yeah. It didn't have when he was but alive. he was never the best thing about it anyway. No, he wasn't. No, no, <laughs> no, that's, that's it. I mean, he was great. Yeah, he know, was. Because yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's great in pretty much everything. But it's like... Where has this come from? Where is yeah. this like? Oh my god! It has to be held up on a fucking well, pedestal. Well, well, the thing is, it's this my childhood thing again. Isn't yeah, it? it's, and it's, I, you I know guess, what? I'm about yeah. to get into that in a moment. Yeah, with the next movie. But exactly. no, I think Jumanji. I think what they've done is they've very effectively created this thing that just looks like a fun ride. Yeah, they and really. I, have. I don't expect anything better than that. I don't expect to be moved by it. I don't no. expect to have my life changed. I don't expect to come out of it thinking. I must watch that again now. Mm, but mm. I think it looks like a harmless piece of fun. And yeah, I'm looking forward I, th- to I think it. it's going to be fluff, but yeah. I think I'm going to be entertained throughout. I yeah. think I'm going to come out saying that was absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, you know, might not feel any real compulsion no. to go and watch it again, but it would just be like, do you know what? That was that was time well spent. I was yeah. I was entertained throughout. It looks like you, you, you've got the the rock playing against type because they they're all the the avatars of the yeah, the game. Yeah. They inherit the avatars of the game, and they're they're the characters that they're playing, like the character that The Rock is playing, has the avatar of him, but he's like sixteen years old or something. That yeah. is the, the concept of that is appealing to me. It's funny. I, I, it's funny. It's like it's funny. The, the joke of Jack Black being like a teen, like a teenage teen girl, girl, yeah, and being like a fifty-year-old fat guy. Yeah, that's very, very that's, funny. That's that's just inherently funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's okay. Yeah. It's going to be broad. It's definitely going to be broad. Yeah, but I I don't you know I mean I'm. I've been quite negative about broad things, you know, like yeah. the, the over, you know, the sort of lowest common denominator jokes and that kind of shit. But yeah. I think if if you don't, sometimes that can be really offensive. Like when you just go for like toilet gags and shit. I, yeah. I, I don't like that crap. But it, it looks like they're playing that very sort of. Well, the thing mid-line. is, the, the area scope for interesting, and I hate saying this, but there is scope okay. to do something interesting with the characters' identities. Because, like, yeah. obviously they're going to come away from the experience. I mean, it's obvious from the start. Yeah, they're going to come away from that and be like, oh, I, I feel differently about this thing now because yeah. I've spent well, time... I don't this, need to spend character. all my time on my phone sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you, you know, know the happen. ending of this yeah. before it even happens. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. It does look very CG-heavy, and yeah. some, of the, some of those shots well, look quite as, bad. As I said, I'll tell you what it reminds me of most directly, yeah. and not just because Jack Black's in it, but it looks like the excellent Goosebumps movie from a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And the Goosebumps movie, which I, mean, I say excellent, the Goosebumps movie, which, which to me was another really successful throwback to that kind of summer, like, mm. CGI-heavy kid blockbuster thing. Yeah. I thought the Goosebumps movie was pretty damn good. I, I liked it fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think this looks like one of those, and sometimes you just want to escape for a bit, don't I'm, you? Sorry, you know? but that, that bit where yeah. The Rock punches Kevin Hart, that, that just creased yeah. me. It's just like, well, you know... I'll tell you what, I want, you know what appeals to me about this, right? It looks like a competently made, escapist bit of fun yeah. that isn't tied to a greater yeah. fucking universe. And, and isn't, yeah. Oh, I can God, watch this yeah. and I can have a complete experience and I can walk away knowing yeah. it's done. It's, and it doesn't, doesn't feel yeah. particularly grating. 
No. Uh, and it's not like loaded with like knob gags or, or like cheap gags. Do well, you know we'll what I mean? see about that. Well, but, yes. but the trailer doesn't yeah. say that. I mean, no. the film might be fucking like eighty yeah. minutes of that film might be talking about dicks, but yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. More like Punani, not Pr- never mind. Oh wow! Yeah, I should have thought of that. Yeah, yeah. well done. Um, yeah, yeah it, it just looks like good fun. Yeah, I don't know why people are shitting it. on it. Yeah, stop shitting on Jumanji, guys. <laughs> and and the last trailer we watched. Um, yeah. Oh, it's the one that you suck the air in through your teeth. Just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I, I don't suck the poison in through your teeth. Yeah, just yeah, so you, you don't have to just... live in a world where it exists. <laughs> why, I, why are you poisoning yourself? Why are yeah. you going to poison them? Because you know that's not going to work, is it? I mean, how much poison could that fat can't really handle? I tell All a lot. Yeah, all of the poison. You could force feed Corden poison for days, and he wouldn't even get like tired. <laughs> To be fair, though, he's not the only one uh, responsible for this. Um, no, he's not, but I'm choosing to use him as a scapegoat because he's so fat he's the only thing visible. He is the figurehead. Yeah. I Okay, what and we're both. talking... Now, this one was an interesting experience for me because it's Peter Rabbit. Uh, this is the trailer for Peter Rabbit coming Peter from Sony Pictures. Rabbit. Peter Rabbit, yeah. yeah. And um, it, it, it was difficult for me <laughs> because I've spent a lot of time... When they've been making films from things from Ken's past, and telling him, "Mate, it doesn't matter. Like the original thing still exists. Basically, know, any, there's nothing to get mad about. It doesn't matter." You any any time I have a particularly visceral reaction to something that I yeah. I don't want to see, yeah. um, Stu does this like, "Mate, it's all right. It's it's, just, you don't it's have to real. watch it. Yeah. Why don't you just not go and watch it?" Yeah. Like I think I posted a thing about Terminator Two being released in 3D, and you're like, and I was like, "Fuck off, yeah. just stop!" And you're like, "Mate, you don't have to watch it. It's fine." So I've had to endure years of this, okay, yeah. just, just to give it a bit of context. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the Peter Rabbit movie, and just like I wanted everyone involved to die screaming. <laughs> I, that's I know how harsh that is, but like, it's an entity comprised of apathy. Like yeah. towards the source material, mm. like they've got, like we've got the license for Peter Rabbit. What do people like about Beatrix Potter stories? Like, they, what, what's what is Beatrix Potter to me? It's yeah. me in bed as a child being read it by my mother. Right, that's what that is to okay. me. Okay, okay, that's what that means. I'd never a had vivid that. memory of these stories. That's what they are to me. And this book. Uh, with these little charming illustrations, they're sort of semi quasi Victorian era, I think mm, that was made. Yeah, and uh, what they've turned it into is the Big Bang Theory. Basically, mm. they, they've turned it into Big Mama's house. They've turned yeah. it, they've turned it into scary movie. Yeah, like it's just the lowest common denominator, the broadest possible thing. You know, I don't want Peter Rabbit in the club. <laughs> you know, where, and like there's that scene where he's yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. There's that scene where he's standing on the fence and he's throwing the lettuce out like it's like, it's, like dollar like bills yeah. at the female rabbits. Yeah, like he's like yeah, you know. And then you've got the stuff like where he's having the party in the house and the fox comes in wearing no clothes. Yeah, and the hedgehog is like, now it's a party, you know. Yeah, and it's like this no. <laughs> that's, that's not what this this shouldn't happen like, no. No. <laughs> Peter, Peter Rabbit the story of Peter Rabbit yeah. is about this rabbit who disobeys his parents gets into an existential crisis where he's genuinely convinced he's going to be killed the same way his father was killed yeah. by the same person and he escapes and is scolded Yeah, and he learns a lesson Yeah, Mentally and then scarred. in the later stories yeah. 
by the, with the same character, he is then the fearful one who doesn't want to go on the adventures anymore because yeah. he's been traumatized. Yeah, there's that sequence in the original story where he gets caught up in the uh, in the, the netting, right? And he he's stuck by his little buttons on his coat, mm-hmm. and like the the Mister McGregor is coming after him, uh-huh. and he's just like trapped there upside down, thinking this is it, I'm dead, yeah. I'm going to be cooked and, and eaten, yeah, like my dad. And it's fucked up in a way, but at the same time, it's not. It's not fucked up. That's a, but, that's, that's that's like those people who were like, ah, oh, wasn't this kid's cartoon super dark? You yeah, know, it's yeah. not like that. No, but to be to be fair, Stu, I mean, yeah. they, they have got a really good substitute for that in that trailer because you've got him twerking. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that sense of like, like what won't Hollywood this is, like? And I'm not. This is. And I'm saying this is weird now because of Weinstein. Mm-hmm. But it's the only term harsh enough. Yeah. That I can use as a. I think I know what you're going to say because it was what, just the way you say. What won't Hollywood rape? Yeah, it's like what won't they stick their unconsent having dick in? Like yeah. really, like. That's it. They don't. They, that is not up to them. How dare they make this? Yeah. You know, it's like, you I mean, don't get to do that. When all those people said George Lucas raped my childhood, I went, "Wow, overreaction much." Yeah. And this, I can see, is an actual. Like, this is the most angry I've ever been about a film. You have no. Apart I... from Derek Jarman's Blue, and that's because it was thought provoking. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't provoke thought. This no. provokes anti-thought. Yeah. If you are someone who thinks this will make you think less, like if you bring your child to this, your child would become stupider. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't allow if I had children, which I will never have because they're cunts. I would <laughs> never, ever allow them to watch a movie like this. Yeah. Ever, and I'm not being this tyrannical don't watch things I don't like yeah, you know yeah. they would that would not if I caught them watching it I'd punish them <laughs> I'd just take the disc away destroy it and I would punish them for it I would be like I told you you can't watch this you're not allowed to watch this film you know I would hit them and yeah. I would do the time alright wow yeah that, that I, I my like you, you don't that's not fair it's not fair to do this it's like <sighs> I don't even know how to express how fucking wrong this film is. The the sheer... You know, when it's something like Transformers, I don't give a shit. Transformers yeah. is stupid. Like, okay, it means something to some people, that's fine. I'm not going to tell them they're wrong. Transformers is just a toy commercial. Yeah. Like, Turtles is kind of just a parody of... Um, of What is it a parody of? It's a parody of indie comics, basically. Right. And... Turtles is kind of fine. Turtles is stupid as well. I love Turtles, don't get me wrong. But when they make a terrible Turtles film, it doesn't. Affr- it's not an affront to me. It's not an There's plenty of yeah. terrible Turtles stuff already. Mm. Okay? Beatrix Potter is basically these beautiful books, this beautiful British television cartoon series, a CGI one which should have been an abomination but was actually kind of acceptable. And everything adhered to the values of these books and... Everything was just this nice, gentle, kind of preschool, like, here's your beautiful world, here's your gardens, here's your little animals having yeah. their adventures. It's English here's country, your, yeah, village you know, garden. Here's your yeah. duck wearing a tunic, you know. Yeah. And now it's just like, you know there's going to be farting in this movie. Of course there is. You know, if there, isn't, I, I if there almost, isn't shitting in the movie, there will I be farting. I remembered 
maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but I could have sworn in the in the trailer, and obviously we've just watched it and it wasn't there, but yeah. I could have sworn the first time I looked at the trailer there was a, a, the joke about him eating rabbit shit or something. No, that was something I wrote. Oh, okay. I wrote a comment saying, I bet there's a joke where Mr. McGregor eats rabbit shit thinking it's raisins or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I wouldn't be surprised. Because they, oh, they did that in the chipmunks. They did that they in the chipmunks, yeah. And chipmunks. I think they'll do yeah. the same joke, yeah, basically. But it just, you know... Peter Rabbit throwing the hedgehog into a dartboard to play darts with it. Like, mm. Peter Rabbit twerking. Peter Rabbit... The, the pig... Pigling Bland screaming yeah. at Mr. Ma- a character whose name is Pigling Bland. <laughs> the pig, who's the most benign character in the books, screaming in young Mr. McGregor's non-evil face. Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, what they read these books and they went, "This is what we got to do with this." Mm. Like, why? Who are these people and how can we kill them? Like, re- you know, what what's happening over at Sony to make this? How, what were the decisions that were made? Like, who did they focus test? The, the kids they focus tested should die too. <laughs> like, what is happening over there to allow it's, this shit? It's basically it's a rejection of anything quaint because anything quaint. Will yeah. will not appeal. Um, oh, that's interesting. Sorry, I'm. But this this is the thought process is yeah. that basically, if it's old, they can't relate to it. No matter how relatable the actual emotional content yeah. is, they can't relate to it unless. So what we've got to do is update this. So far, Mr. McGregor the yeah. farmer is now just this like. Rich-looking guy yeah. who owns a country house. Yeah. The animals are all sassy as fuck. Yeah, uh, like they've just come off fucking X Factor or some shit. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, if Peter Rabbit doesn't whip out an iPhone, I'll be I'll, I'll be, be amazed. Yeah, if he doesn't. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's this kind of crap. Um, I've got, it, I've got and, a point to make about that. Actually, I want to say I'm sorry because I'm going to forget. No, no, no. That's yeah. What you it. said is interesting because I think it's slightly. I think it could be made broader than that. I don't think it is anything old. I think it's anything sincere. Anything that takes itself seriously, that's, I think that's what it is now. Because I've talked about this before. That's what Hollywood has ultimately I, lost. I, think. I I don't know that because yeah. I think to yeah. to even see the sincerity in Beatrix Potter stuff would be um, looking too deep. They would only look at what's on the surface well, it's because the, the, it's like how can we market this? How can we make yeah. money off it? But so, the studio that made the Emoji Movie, mm, you know, yeah, like. How could they then go on and make a Beatrix Potter film? You well, know? of course. Because what they do is they look at it and they'll go, well, this is basically about kind of old-fashioned morality. There's an adventure here, but you know mm. what? That's lame. The characters need to be more self-aware. No. The characters themselves reject the idea of being sincere. Mm. And that's my problem with almost all kids' films mm. these days. The characters themselves seem... point. They're not characters. They're just vessels yeah. for the kids in the audience to go... This is stupid. I want to play Candy Crush. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and just, just let's just have a child genocide. Let's just get rid of them. Like <laughs> I've had enough of kids. Like I've had enough. Of, if this is what kids have wrought, then there should be no more of them. Well, let's kids... just stop. Let's just get corks up all the vaginas. Let's just end this. Oh god, you're gonna want to delete this. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm pointedly going too far for the purposes of humor. I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's... Let's just. Let's just. Okay, obviously, you know what I have. I feel like I, obviously I don't want a child genocide. Okay, <laughs> I don't want that. If a few kids go, that's fine. But I don't want a child genocide. But kids won't go to this. That's the thing. Kids are. Uh, to, be, the, to be fair, you know kids what, are smarter right. than this. That, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm 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 being harsh as a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the thing. When I, kids I've spent time with, they won't watch crap. No, they won't do it. They won't sit through uh, this. But like, 
that ultimately leads me to wonder who who is again who who did this? Well, who was responsible <laughs> for this? Yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. I, but I I think to like because you it almost seems like you're suggesting that they deliberately made it insincere because they they don't like sincerity. And no, I, 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 and don't I don't think, think I don't think, I don't they, think they would look that far. I, I think that the values just don't mesh with sincerity anymore. I think that they think and that they understand that what's cool is to be disaffected yeah. and to be like over but that then kind of shit. Comparatively, look you know. at the success of Paddington. Yeah, which is very sincere. It's about just family values. It's it's, it's about together yeah. togetherness. It's about friendship. It's about doing right by everybody, regardless of who they are. It's you know or where they come from. Exactly. Yeah. Um. It's. I don't think this. I think this is going to make like three quid. I hope it fails. Yeah, I hope everyone really involved do. loses their jobs in Hollywood. I the really thing do. Is, the thing I, is, that, I know how horrible that is to say, cause, uh, but I do. I don't have the I don't have the reverence for the Beatrix Potter stories that you do. Obviously, they they yeah. weren't part of my childhood. Although I think you know I certainly yeah. heard them, but this still offends me <laughs> to see this because I know that this is a vile reinterpretation yeah. of the text uh, to give, basically just give it a modern sort of glossy. Yeah. Edge and I'd like why there's no need. Just like, create the, the problem for me is there doesn't need to be a Patrick Potter film. No, the, the, it would be better if they simply didn't make the movie. No, because like, I don't trust them to. If you gave it to the Paddington people, maybe I could see. But them... even then, the stories are so slight. Yeah, that there's nothing to do with them. What about like an anthology? Yeah, that would could work you do it as to an some anthology? degree, but then like. Why would bother when they've already been beautifully animated in anthology form? Yeah, the, the sort of collective tales, yeah, I guess, they've been you beautifully could do. But to take one and... and stre- do you know what? How are they going to stretch this in at 90 minutes? That's what I want to know. Farts, long farts. Long, long, yeah. <laughs> like 10-minute farts. Maybe some songs or something. Yeah, oh, do you know who'd be good for that? Windy Steve. Oh, God. So that's how we're segwaying into <laughs> it. way you brought it up, man. Ken, tell the tale of Windy Steve. Okay, I'm going to tell you the tale of Windy Steve, the depressing tale of Windy Steve. Because I told Stu and he thought it was the funniest shit ever. Yeah. Um, there was a guy uh, at uh, a place that I worked uh, a long time ago who had a gastric problem. <laughs> I'm laughing already. And basically, we, we would have these we would have these meetings, like team meetings, that would go on for about 15 minutes. And he would have to get like an hour's warning uh, so that he could go on a round trip uh, on the out on the on the grounds. To expel all the wind. <laughs> um, sometimes this was effective. It's some so depressing. <laughs> some... Like, you have to do this thing in an hour. You have to just, just push all the farts out so... of your body. Like, imagine the resignation. Yeah. <laughs> like this is his life. Yeah. Oh it's my like, god. Like an alarm goes off. It, yeah. it, sometimes it wasn't effective. Yeah. And I told Stu the story of going into the bathroom one day. Standing at the urinal, and I heard this, <laughs> and I'm going, okay, and I, I, I didn't know the legend at this point, and um, there was there was another guy in, from my team in, in with me, and then I went wash my hands, and I'm standing at the hair dryer, the hair dryer, the hand dryer, and all I can hear is this. <laughs> <laughs> And I am, um, I am, um, I've got my fist like rammed in my mouth <laughs> to not laugh at this poor sod. Um, <laughs> 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 the, 
this poor unfortunate bastard. It's just so depressing <laughs> that it's hilarious. It's just the the sheer the the foot anything where a guy gets frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I still maintain that the funniest thing I ever heard in my entire life was when I was I was in a cubicle and the guy next to me, the guy in the cubicle next to me screamed, "Ah, come on!" <laughs> in a really Scottish accent because he was trying to force a shit out and it's it's <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world and that is what will happen in Peter Rabbit. <laughs> that it's that's Peter Rabbit sitting on the crapper going, oh. yeah, yeah, and Jemima Puddle Duck comes up and just puts his fingers in his anus. Wow. Yeah, and just like you know, see see if you can like pull them out. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening, Stu. Yeah. Um, I'm really sorry to tell you that's that's Peter Rabbit. <laughs> so this weekend, the Canon Stu show did its first convention event. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was... me and Ken attended, and that's it. It's not going to become an annual thing. No, I'm sorry to say. No, it's not. Um, so for those of you who were hoping to come to Canon Stu stock next year. Uh, it's it's not happening. Sorry. I mean, if we inexplicably get really popular and get sponsors, and yeah. then we'll do it. Yeah, and you're all welcome. Yeah, but it's unlikely to happen. It's not likely to happen at all because um, our podcasts tend to be seven yeah. hours long. Although this one won't be. It it was an event, mm. and it was entirely ours. Yeah, um, and it was Jigthor. Jigthor. Did um, we talk about this before? We, on the we pod? I think we did. We come up with the actual name on the last podcast. I don't recall possibly. if we did. We may yeah. have done. Um, but Jigthor basically it was a t- it was a one day event. Where we see two films, Jigsaw yeah. and Thor Ragnarok, and because Thor sounds a bit like Saw, Saw if yeah. you've got if you've got a funny speech impediment, uh, yeah. just just for a cheap gag, uh, we called it Jigsaw. 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 Hey, what are you saying? <laughs> Jigsaw. Jigsaw. As you know from one of our earlier podcasts, we we're quite we like Saw. I mean, I'm not sure if we like like it, but we we went to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah. If if you listen to episode seven, which is the extreme horror one, where we do a dissection, hey. <laughs> I see what I did there, um, of the Saw franchise. Um, yeah. We like the first one, legit. I it's think great. Yeah, it's it's a strong it's a strong film. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the the like for the rest of the series um, is about the absurd levels of convoluted yeah. um, shit in it and the just. Mm. Very convoluted nature of the traps as well, which just go to extreme yeah. levels. Like I mean, the, o- the only one ridiculous in, the, in those first seven movies, the only one I would say is just like utterly rinse is five. Five is, and even five has at least one memorable thing in it, which is the ending. Yeah, right? the ending I think is very memorable. I yeah. really like because you, you love how Smog Hoffman looks as he's. I, going I just think there. it's badass. Yeah, yeah. That when he's in there and he's looking up through the glass and he's like, yeah. "You fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, Hoffman barely really has like that. any personality in any of those films, so I'll, I'll give not you that. Not until the last one. Not yeah. until seven. I'm, I'm until the last well, one. Was yeah, the last right. one. Um, and six, he's he does some decent stuff in six, but it's basically, basically right at the end he's, of six. he's pretty devoid. Yeah. Of personality. Um. But the, yeah, the, the main thing about the Saw films is just like, oh god, how how ridiculous yeah. this is going to get. Every Halloween we would go, yeah, and we would have fun laughing at it, and and we know. and we actually just fully orgasmed at the end of the, the last seven, one, yeah. where Doctor Gordon turns out to be like yeah. in badass and in charge. Yeah, um, it was awesome. So, but I wasn't particularly looking for this series to get resurrected no. in any form. I was I'm okay like, with it being done personally. You, you were, you were more on board with it than me. It's fair to say, uh, which, so, which is yeah. really, which is really funny when you consider the Ken comics. Yes, it is uh, yeah. about this particular yes. series yes. where I'm leading the way. Yeah. Um, it's like, come on, Stu, <laughs> let's go and see number eight. Way! Yeah, uh, that's not how it operates in reality at all. Um, so obviously, we heard this new one was getting made. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was called Saw Legacy. It was called Saw Legacy. Yeah. 
Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And then they changed it to Jigsaw, which I find quite offensive as a title, uh, just purely because it, it's just completely out of place now. It's totally lame. Um, it's totally lame title. Fortunately, yeah. this will not affect me at all because I won't be buying it. <laughs> uh, and there are various reasons why. Um, yeah. The trailer for this, we discussed the trailer last time. I was sort of getting quite amped for it because I thought this is going to go into absurdity. Uh, obviously, in the film uh, Jigsaw, John Kramer has been dead for 10 years, Anna, and they keep sort of hinting that his DNA turns up and his, they've got his voice recordings and shit. And I'm like, okay, have they actually brought him back? Oh, whoa, hold on. Want to say this before we forget? Yeah, big spoilers. Massive. We're spoilers. going to spoil the entire movie. And believe me, yeah. you'll, you'll welcome them because you'll never have to see it. Um, and let's just say that it's shit. It's, it's fucking the worst terrible. one in the series. That's that's uh, to me. It is. I'm gonna go with that actually because yeah. it has nothing memorable that happens in it. Nothing. nothing. No. Five has its ending. This five, has five is the nothing. Ending. Yeah. It's it's flatline bullshit. Yeah, there's um, like one scene where it threatens to be interesting, and that's the main scene with with Tobin Bell. Yeah, uh, but um, even that because is... you don't understand the context yeah. of it at that point. Yeah, but, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, I was like, oh god, are they bringing him back from dead? So I I post posited a a, a list of theories mm-hmm. about what it was going to be. So we thought, right, okay, has he has he been cloned? Has he just survived a massive slit through and yeah. terminal cancer? Has uh, an autopsy. Yeah. Has the um, is it his son that looks exactly like him? Has he got a twin brother? You know, there there could be all sorts of shit to yeah. to bring him back in it. Which I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is going to be. I, I my my prediction was half correct. Yeah, you're <laughs> and yeah. half incorrect. So Stu went for uh, timeline bullshit. Timeline bullshit. Yeah. Ass pull. Is yeah, the yeah. Exact right. Um, and, and I was half right. That was half right. So let's okay. get into it. Well, well okay. Uh, first of all, again, terrible film. Uh, really bad. Film. All the traps are crap. There is, um, there are no singular traps. Um, there yeah. is, there is basically it centers around one main trap. Yeah. Um, which is absurdly funny when you consider that an actual line in the film is, "Are the games simple? Because the best ones are." And this one is just like increasingly convoluted as fuck. Well, um, let's talk. Can we talk about the big whir blade thing? The big, the big spinny the, blade thing. Yeah. Like. What's the lesson from that? Like, so the, the first, what, the, what, what is this, what is the pain you have to inflict on yourself? Because you could just reach down and get that thing if you were careful, right? Mm. You don't have to get cut by it. So what's the point of it? Um, what the, do you learn from it? So the, the first part of this trap is that they're they're they've got they've all got buckets on their heads and they've got chains around their necks and they're getting pulled towards these blades. And the thing says, you know, you have to make a blood sacrifice for you to escape this trap. And yeah. it, it can be the minutest amount of blood as long as it hits the floor. Basically, you're free. It's like, okay, so what is the what is the point of this? Yeah. There, there, there isn't any real sacrifice. It, it seems somebody. I, I watched a, a video recently. You know the the Cinema Sins videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah. recently they did everything wrong with Saw Three. Oh, I'm watching that after this. I'd like uh, to see that. And they've they've got Saw Four up there as well. Oh wow, uh, which I've not looked Dude, at. Dude, after yet. this is done, can we watch them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. But um, <laughs> they they talked about Jeff. Being locked in that wooden box yeah. in the crate before yeah. he starts his game. Yeah, it's like, why is he in there? Yeah, this seems like absurd. He could have killed himself falling out of that box, you know, yeah. it's like, and the game would be over. But it's like, this isn't part of the trial, so why is he in there? Why yeah. does he have to go through that to get it? And I feel like that's on yeah. par. I'm like, yeah. this doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, the one bit of note in that entire yeah. bit 
yeah. was the funny because <laughs> it yeah, looks which like wasn't intentionally funny. no it wasn't yeah. intentional you, you later find yeah. out that there's a point to it but basically there's five people in this trap and one of them just falls over unconscious and he's just yeah. getting dragged towards it while the others are screaming and fighting for their lives and it was just like oh my god that's quite funny yeah and then and then it's ruined but the um, thing for me is that if you know anything about films yeah you immediately know something's up as soon as you don't see him die yeah you immediately know that he's yeah, fine. Yeah, because as he you gets know, pulled into the blades, it pans to the next... It you don't see him die, so you're like, well, he's alive, so yeah, he's yeah. obviously a jigsaw. And, and, but for yeah. a second, <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, are they being just really restrictive on the gore this time around? Or yeah, something? maybe. I was like, yeah. ooh, okay. That's a bit weird, given how yeah. far the series has gone, but okay. Uh, my the, my other issue with that particular trap is, what again, what's the point of it? Like, yeah. what What's the aim there? What, like... No one's going to die from it because yeah. they, as soon as blood hits the floor, the, the, that's, the blood source stops. That's it. Yeah. So what is it supposed to just scare you? Yeah. What's that's not what he does. That's just, not his thing. And then this was his game. This was the ten years ago yeah. game, right? I'm putting the fear up you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you frit? Are you frit? Yeah. <laughs> Fritz off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then it gets in a big barn sequence. Yeah. Um, which. I don't know. I had its moments when the when the guy's got all the cords wrapped around his leg and it, they just get getting keep getting pulled tighter and tighter. I have to say, in my head, I couldn't help but think about how horrible that would feel. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, every time you cut back to that, it was like, uh, uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> that's exactly what the guy yeah. did. Um, the, the, I, he was he was the most entertaining. He character. was the most entertaining character because he yeah. was just outlandish. He yeah. was just like he was basically on the level of I'm not gonna die for you, bitch. You yeah. know that that. Guy that you really hate in the in the sixth one. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. just that that screaming nonsense bullshit. Where the his character oh, that that that's what really bugs me about the later Saw movies is how everyone just becomes an archetype yeah. of a person. His character changes levels like with every yeah. single line of dialogue, basically yeah. that he has to say. I actually liked him <laughs> until <laughs> I mean, once he loses a leg, he stops being interesting at all. Because yeah. fuck people with only one well, leg. Yeah, exactly. I'm kidding, obviously. <laughs> my, my best friends have only one leg. Really? No, that? God, no, not really. I made it up. I'm oh, just wow. trying to sound that reasonable to these people. Right. I'm trying not to sound like I just said disabled people suck, <laughs> which is what I basically said. Which isn't, which is not, Wait, which is right. a fake opinion so, for a in joke. In this podcast, you've asked, about you. you've asked for a child genocide yeah. and old people with disabilities are cunts. Yeah. <laughs> are you trying to alienate everyone? No, I'm just doing shock humor because I'm tired. Okay. You are a Howard Stern and I clean yeah, my five. Yeah, I am Howard Stern. Dabba Booey. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, then they get into this big barn sequence. There's a bit where they get pulled into this, like, grain tower. <laughs> which actually was beginning to verge on the ridiculous, and I thought, oh, maybe this is picking up pace. Maybe I'm going to enjoy oh, this. Oh, that just bored me, that did. It was well, ridiculous. It was just like, I'm just going to chuck some garden stuff down here. Yeah, so they, they get filled, they, they fill this thing up with grain, and they're sort of submerged in this grain. And so on to the neck. Only, yeah. yeah. And then he just starts flinging, like, knives and forks and... Trowels like, and... Trow- anything sharp. Basically down this yeah. chute at them. And then there was a tidal wave of them at one point. I'm like, where the fuck is this going? Because yeah. they barely got hit. It was it yeah. was just it was nonsense. But it was I thought with a concept it was getting into the ridiculous and I thought, yeah. okay, maybe I'll be a bit more on board with this. But no. But no. In fact I think wasn't there there were only two more traps after that. <laughs> Um, yeah, there was the rotating blade trap, and then there was the laser thing at the end, and that's about it. Right? The, the rotating blade trap, which was uh, foreshadowed, just in the most ham-fisted way imaginable, yeah, which gave away the whole ending. Like, yeah. um, we're not even talking because there's there's for all the for all the um, yeah. unsubtleties in the series, there are some really 
quite nice foreshadowed yeah. moments uh, yeah. in them, like to re- to lead up to the twists. Um, but this was just ham-fisted dialogue, like, okay, I need to tell you this because if if you if I don't well, tell you this, it's not going to make the sense. The lady who's the fan of Jigsaw, yeah, the weirdo, yeah. She has a load of his old traps that she's either yeah. reclaimed or like she's built herself. And, and that was a nice little yeah. like highlights reel. Basically. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that. And it's like here's, and here's then the one, bear one trap. Of the, one of them is this big rotating blade thing. Yeah, like a funnel. And she says like, "Oh, it was built for a game ten years ago that yeah. never took place." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, so the game we're seeing is a split timeline from ten years ago." You've just told us this the twist. Thanks for that. Yeah, like you couldn't have written that any better. No, like. Why didn't you know what would have been smart is if they had shown it but not commented on it. Like you could see it in the background or something, mm. and then when you see it again, you're like, "Whoa, what's going on?" That's the same trap from the room. Like, mm. see, I just yeah, wrote yeah. a better script, and, yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. and, and, and in, it took me five seconds. seconds. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, then you have to force the audience to think, but they don't trust you to do that anymore. So. No, no, that's it. Um, the characters are yeah. all just no name, no yeah, no, yeah, just yeah. nothings really. Yeah. There's a bunch of police guys that are investigating the case because, like, yeah. oh, you know, D- uh, Jigsaw's DNA is found, yeah. and they're like, oh, but he's been dead for ten years. There's a lot of that kind of dialogue. They go and um, uh, dig up his body, and yeah. his body's not in it. And you're thinking, okay, okay. And then it gets to there's, it's not even worth going into in much detail, really. No, but basically, you get to you get to the end. They get to the last room of this this trap, and there's a guy in a hood. And he pulls the hood off, and it's Jigsaw. Yeah. And you go, okay. So what's the context? How is he here? And I'm yeah. wa- and I'm waiting for like there's like an army of jigsaws. Like he's yeah. he's been part of this mad cloning operation or something. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, come on, do yeah. something. And then meanwhile, it's... because I'm observant, I'm sitting there going, this is the past. Yeah, this is timeline Aspil. Yeah. yeah. And then it it just it ends. They they go into this some um, laser cutting trap. Uh, the the last detective and this other guy, and then it's revealed that the other guy in the trap is the new. That he faked is, it. Yeah, and I have to and say, I liked that reveal when the guy looks up and sees there's no laser marks yeah. on the ceiling. That was close to being clever. That was all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, this whole thing about Jigsaw had this other secret apprentice that was not a factor in any of the other films. Just yeah. feels like a what? Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, what? And it's not. The Dude, thing what, is, what if that guy had stood up, pulled off a face mask, and it had been Doctor Gordon or Adam or something? I'd have been fucking cheering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like somebody recognizable, somebody that we loved already. Dude, all it would have taken for us to like that movie is if that turned out to be some regular character who we knew. Yeah, if it had been all Gordon, it would have taken. Yeah, or, yeah, or if it yeah. had been he thought that he was the apprentice or, yeah. or something like that, and you really revealed that Gordon yeah. was pulling the strings, I'd been like, yeah. yes, because Gordon's awesome. Um, yeah. But it wasn't even like that. So basically, uh, Jigsaw has inherited this other meat-faced, just nothing, yeah. um, to do his work Who's for him. Who's a terrible acting, Who's a way. terrible actor, Even worse yeah. than Hoffman, I would say. Even worse than Hoffman, yeah, yeah. No, you're quite right. Not even markedly enough personality yeah. for to carry Hoffman. Um, and I just think, really, though, he, he was training this other guy all this... Yeah. How did he find the time to have, like, yeah, four know, fucking yeah. apprentices? Do you know? I have to say one thing. I have to say... Uh, the the final go on no, you, you, no, you go the, the final thing with the laser cutting the face yeah and it splits open as if it was a flower opening up yeah. I loved that that yeah. was like the only moment of personality in that entire film yeah it was and yeah. it was like okay this is implausible yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with it because I need to take something away from this that is not just rage yeah you know 
and of course, Tobin Bell's in one scene and he, he nails it because he's Yeah, Tobin he's Bell. great. He's yeah. really great. And he should have been in it more. But it's the best and cleverest scene as well. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, but I have to say, this is the kind of film, and this is very snobbish of me, this is the kind of film where I've seen people whose opinions I respect mm. say that they liked it, and it makes me like them less. Right. Because it makes me realise, oh, you're an idiot. You don't like Kim Newman. Who likes bad films. <laughs> no, well, Kim Newman is a cretin, but, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean people who are, like, you know, friends of mine or mm. people I'm very vaguely aware of. Right. And it makes me kind of go, like, and this is really snobbish of me, because I don't, I don't really dislike them. No. But it's my reaction when my friends love Pacific Rim. Mm. I'm just, like... I don't. I feel like I, I feel like I don't know you. Like I feel like I can't relate yeah. to you because you like this. And I get that. And that's me, that. and that's entirely on me. Yeah, entirely on me. I'm never going to push that out. Like no, I'm right. You know, though I am. Yeah, but <laughs> of course. I'm never going to push that and say that no, I'm not going to hang out with you because you like things I don't like. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's just not it's speak just about it. A film. But like when I came out of Pacific Rim and people like my friends were talking about it enthusiastically, I w- I wanted to cry. Yeah, I was like. How? <laughs> how can you like <laughs> Two this? questions. How, how can, and why? How and why, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that it was just... It's like, bleh. you know, if you discovered one of your friends was a massive racist. Yeah. You'd like, okay, I still want to be friends with you, but I can't trust you anymore. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same sort of reaction, which uh, sounds ridiculous. Oh, dear. But, oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> dear. <laughs> let's not get... get no, let's not get... Let's oh, not become a thing. Oh. No, oh. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, but that's, that's Jigsaw. So, it's so a terrible Jigsaw. film, and I hope they don't make any more. Um, disappointingly, you, yeah. you kept teasing me, and I don't know if you're winding me up or not about how much I'm going to see the next one, if, it does, if there is another one. And I, I just want to state it on record. Mm. On record. I will not see another Saw film ever, unless <laughs> unless it does one of the following things: mm-hmm. actually brings Jigsaw back properly, or has Gordon in it. That's that's the only two ways it can get me to watch it. Other than that, I'm done. I, I will I'm, I will watch it. I'm officially out of this. I will watch now. it. I'm keeping up my fandom. I have to. Eight films in, this should have been much more absurd. It yeah, should have I just, agree. It should have just gone like Gonzo, um, <laughs> basically. So Jigsaw uh, ultimately. Uh, I'm giving it one star. I'm it was giving garbage. It, it was a jig flop. Mm, it, um, was, it was jig poor. Yeah. Hey! Nice. Uh, I'm going to give it a fraction. Like a coin. No, you have or... to give it one through five. There's no fractions. Um, zero, then. No, you can't give it zero. One or five. One through five. One. Yeah. And a half. No. Piss off. You okay. don't get to be special. <laughs> be normal. I don't want you to be special. Anyway, um, anyway, after Jigsaw. So after Jigsaw, we had a break. Yeah, and then we went to see Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. The, ne- the, ne- the next um, um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Yeah, number 17, I think. Oh my god. We're up tonight. <laughs> so, trailers for this were uh, pretty good. I was, I was quite amped for this. Um, I really... Just thought like some of the imagery in it was pretty far out. I thought they were embracing just the fact that yeah, Thor's should be quite markedly different from the other ones, uh, like the sort of Earth-based superheroes. I yeah. thought yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see something really good here. Um, you are sort of getting fed up. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Having reflected on it, I dislike it even more. Mm, which <laughs> is interesting. I. I, I just feel like Marvel have set, settled into their niche so hard. They're they're in the groove, yeah. They have yeah. settled. Yeah. They very much have settled. They're coasting along going, all our films are selling like gangbusters. Everyone wants to see where this is going. Everyone's following this. We have a huge fan base. Even if, like, overnight everyone 
who wasn't a Marvel fan stopped going, they'd still make a lot of money on the fan base, I think. Yeah, so yeah. they're set. And uh, I'm not going to say that I don't think they're putting the effort in, because I don't think that. Mm. I think they are admirable in the way that they go out of their way to fill every frame of their films now with stuff. Mm. Like, the ways they create worlds is very impressive, I think. And mm. basically, no matter how much I shit on these movies, which I will be doing, yeah. I don't think there's one I've seen where I felt that was a bad movie. Mm. I really disliked Spider-Man Homecoming. A lot of it is because of my own personal feelings about the character. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is because I do think it's a bit inept. Mm. And but it and it's my least favorite Marvel movie, Spider-Man by far. Mm. By far. Uh but I still think it's okay and I would probably rewatch it if like my friends were watching it and they threw it on I'd sit through it. Yeah. And I'd probably enjoy yeah. myself to some degree. But Ragnarok. So I... just to give this review a bit of context, yeah. as we exited the cinema last night, I've seen Thor Ragnarok. Stu went into a five-minute rant, which included the words, "I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm not seeing any more of these things. No, fuck this. I'm, I just can't. I'm done. I'm done." And then five minutes later, went to, "Do you know what? I'll probably end up liking it." <laughs> it's true. I came out of it really fed up, like yeah. just like, uh, I'm, I'm going to be repeating myself from Spider-Man, but. And this was like leagues better than that for me, but when everyone is like a wisecracking, funny, like when everything's a joke, I don't care. Mm. I can't care anymore. Yeah. When everything's undercut by some little quip, it yeah. gets old as shit. That's and it. this is Guardians of the Galaxy's fault. Yeah. And I say that as someone who thinks that the first Guardians of the Galaxy is top tier Marvel. Mm. I think the second one is below top tier, but still very good. Because mm. they're just carrying along their established path. Yeah, yeah. This was basically Guardians of the Galaxy 2.5. Yes. In almost every way. Yeah. But without the interaction that makes those films work for me. I agree. Because in this film, and I, I think this is a fact... By the fact, way, there will be spoilers. Yeah, there will be massive spoilers. I think this is a fact. I think that they now... Basically, sorry, I'm getting really confused over myself. Thor is now Star-Lord. Yeah. He even looks like him when he's had his hair cut. Yeah. And, like, the movie opens with this whole, like, so he's in a cage. Mm. And the voiceover is basically, and this is an exaggeration, but this is what it's kind of like. So, like, you're probably wondering, hey, how did Thor get here? Mm. And it's like, no, 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 that's not Thor's voice. That's Star-Lord's voice. That's his character's voice. Mm. Now they all have the same voice, and it's infuriating. Yeah. Because they've been like... Hey, this worked with Tony Stark, you know. Yeah. Hey, this works with Star Lord. Let's make Thor the same. No, mm. <laughs> Thor. The first two Thor movies, as while they weren't necessarily top tier, they were good, and they a lot of what made me work, what made them work for me was the whole fish out of water thing. Mm. Fish out of water doesn't really work when it's fish from an alien planet out of water on another alien planet. It doesn't work very well. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because... <laughs> very good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, what do you latch on to when there's yeah. no stakes? No. And the, the, the stakes is... that are there... Sorry, I will... Stop. Yeah, no, no, carry on, The carry stakes on. that are there are constantly undermined and undercut. Mm. It's like the filmmakers are just going, you know this is going to be fine. Like, you know yeah. it's all going to work out. It's yeah. like Civil War where it doesn't work out. No. And it's fucking dark in places. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still within the bounds of family movie. But yeah, of course. In this, it's but just it goes... like they're going, look, Thor is stupid, yeah. so we should stop caring. The thing is, you know, what I point to, yeah. just bringing up Civil War, 
is when they go into that bunker and start revealing Zemo's actual plan, and then it cuts to the footage of um, the Starks getting murdered, you could hear a pin drop in that audience. Everything, everything just went yeah. silent because it was yeah. like, this is not funny. And they treated it with the seriousness that that respected. Yeah. Whereas in this film, they would have fucking undercut well, that. There's with an guy. extremely significant event at the end of the Which movie. Which we will talk about. Yeah. But basically, I didn't. I didn't have so much a problem with that opening scene. I thought the reveal of him speaking to that skeleton was. Oh, quite, that was, was that was quite amusing. Was quite yeah. funny. Well, and the, that, the that thing the... is, when he said like, "Oh, that's when I met you." Yeah. That was quite funny, but it's the dialogue that he's been given that I, bothers me. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I think this is the first time that they've done that. Like they've yeah. they've given Guardians of the Galaxy's voice to someone else. I don't yeah. think you can really level that any other MCU film. But yeah, I know I know exactly uh, what you mean. No, not really. The the thing of him not taking the threat of um Surtur. Yeah. Is it Surtur? Surtur, yeah. Seriously. I didn't have a problem with because you've seen that sort of arrogance in him before. Yeah, that that I sort agree. of like yeah, I can yeah. I can undo this threat, it's fine. Yeah. Um the use then when he when he frees himself and they, yeah. they, they have immigrant song playing over this fight. Yeah. I was like, that's you know, I'm quite engaged with this. Well, this is this is fine. When it when you get out of that bit and it cuts back to um Asgard yeah. um and they've got a they've got a play going. Um, yeah. which which shows like uh, Loki's sacrifice from the dark world told from the viewpoint of Loki basically yeah. uh, because obviously Loki's in charge of Asgard posing as Odin yeah sorry that was the point I wanted to make about that no go for it then but yeah. you're going somewhere so I, yeah. think, I think I'll let no, you finish it's, it's like this is and it's still quite yeah. funny um, I thought you know when he when he sees Thor coming he's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> and it's just that sort of very very brief thing recognising Matt Damon playing the theatre Loki uh, was quite funny. Yeah. It was it was all sort of working, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't feel the drama kicking what, in at any point. What gets me about these two points you've made there, really? One, when he's arrogant to in the previous movies, like when he faces that massive rock monster in the in the yeah. dark world. When he's arrogant, him, yeah. there he's still he's arrogant, but he's not a douchebag. Mm. He's because he can deliver. Yeah, and in this one, he's more arrogant in the same way that like. I don't know, Batman, Lego Batman in the in the Lego movie is arrogant. Interesting. Do you know what Interesting. I mean? Like, yeah, he's just I, more like a douchebag. That's clicking. Where yeah, the, yeah, the joke yeah. is that he's kind of an asshole, and, yeah. and that wasn't the case in the previous ones. There were a couple of moments like that, but it's because it felt like he didn't know how to interact with I, Earth people. I get you. I get you. You know. Mm -hmm. And then when you said about the whole thing with, because um, at the end of Thor: The Dark World, when the reveal is that Loki has taken over Asgard, yeah. you're like, holy shit. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. Like this mm. is going somewhere. Yeah. But they throw it away in the first fifteen minutes. Mm. They don't do anything with it. It's like they wrote that twist in, and they were like, "Shit, I, I don't want to do this." I sort of, I feel like that yeah. is that is quite true to Loki's character as established because yeah, he's, he's, he's finally got the throne and doesn't know what to do with it. It's like yeah, you know, he's yeah. like a, a dog chasing a <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, like to make a Joker comparison. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like yeah, he just wants to rule. He just likes the fact that he rules. He doesn't know why actually what to do as a ruler. Yeah. It's just like, well, let's just give people, you know, distraction. Yeah. I get that. As as that kind of ruler, he would be that. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Um Carl Urban's character, Scourge. Yeah. Uh was a bit like one note. Uh I he thought. was one note, but I thought he hit that note pretty well. I actually liked him. Mm. I enjoyed I, I don't know uh, about knowing, knowing him about an East End him, accent. Knowing about <laughs> him in the comics, I was watching it and when he appeared I was like, that looks like Scourge. 
Right. And then they named him. I was like, that's Scourge. Like oh, that looks that exactly. Looks like no, and he looks exactly like the drawing of him. Okay. And I was okay, like, so they've kept that true. Fair enough. Now, as soon as he appeared, I'm I'm looking at it, every time he appears, I'm I'm happy because I'm like, oh, they're going to do my favorite sequence from any Thor comic. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing how they adapt that. And they did adapt that. And you know, they didn't really disappoint me with it. But basically, every time I saw him, I was just like looking at my watch that I don't wear, going like. Uh, when is he going to turn on Hella then? Because <laughs> yeah. you know it's coming. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. You know it's coming. And I mean, there, there was a nice little bit of referencing when they met, when Loki says to Thor, sorry about that time I turned you into a frog, which is not something they've ever showed in the movies, but that does happen. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I, f- I figured that was just him. In, no, that's in... a real thing. Oh, right. Uh, so it was an actual but, event. No, thing. you know, I, now that, having said that, the, ne- like, the next day after having seen the film and having slept on it, I think back and I'm like, yeah, no, that was okay. Like, yeah. I do feel like that was an entertaining movie. Mm. It wasn't low tier Marvel at all. I put it right in the middle, to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it about the middle. I'd watch it again, I think. And I'd watch it again having got through my initial. Yeah. And I'll probably yeah. be able to laugh at some of the jokes I didn't laugh at before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But for me, basically, ultimately, my problem with the movie is, like I've said, if everything's a joke, there are no stakes, That's and it. there's nothing to care about. That's it. And there's nothing emotional. They threaten to be emotional with Anthony Hopkins, with yeah. Odin. And they just about manage it. Yeah, and that when, was... that, when that scene happened, I thought, "Oh, good, we've gone up again." The the music playing over that scene, yeah, um, was sort of like panpipeish. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like sitting on this sort of like cliff like face, almost, yeah, yeah, almost like, and you're like, "Yeah, wow, this has actually just gone, yeah, in another tonality completely." Too, and right? I'm like, "That's nice." And that yeah. that whole thing of just his. Because you imagine someone like Odin going out yeah. in a massive fight, and it's just like, no, he's just sitting waiting for, yeah. for death. That's yeah. He's just accepted that this is his time, and this is yeah. just a natural sort of yeah. passing. I'm like, wow. That yeah, was, that was that, good. That yeah. was underplayed, and I really liked that. Yeah, it was. To, yeah. To, to, summon, to have that just signal the arrival of Hela. Yeah. So, like, you know, they don't even have the time to deal process with, it yeah, yeah yeah and oh, suddenly she's here that was like whoa okay this is this is actually going somewhere now and I'll then she what, destroys the hammer say, well, that Wait. annoyed me right because that ultimately obviously the whole, the whole point is that ultimately it meant nothing mm. but also it was like okay so she's got the power to destroy the hammer mm. and then she just goes on to be basically as ineffective as any other marvel movie yeah like she should have won <laughs> you, you know, well, yeah. Why? Why did the hammer need to be destroyed at all? I mean, so you can have that shitty little like story of like, oh, you never needed the hammer. The power's inside you all along. You yeah. Know? Um, I will say what I did like when Odin dies. Mm. There's no big like massive light show. He just drifts. No, away. He, he just he drifts. just turns into gold, sort of sparks and like drifts dusts. away in the wind. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I it really like that. Off. I'm like, I oh, like that. That was cool. Well, yeah. it was very similar to the sequence where the that woman dies in Doctor Strange when she just disappears. Yeah. It was very similar to that. Right. Yeah, uh, they underplayed it. And it worked. And it worked And it better. worked really yeah, well, for sure. yeah. And that was about the only emotional note the movie managed to hit, I thought. I agree with you, yeah. And even that they sort of wasted because they just got straight back into it. But yeah. then again, that's something you're praising, so that's the fine. The Hela arriving yeah. on Hulk uh, yeah. On Hulk? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, alive in on Asgard and yeah. just offing the Warriors 3. That annoyed me as well. That was very, very slight. Yeah. That Do you know what I kept thinking about? They probably spent more time getting into costume than they did acting. Yeah. Do you know what else <laughs> I kept thinking about? No, go on. Uh, the Dream Master. Oh, right, yeah. When they yeah. just kill off the surviving yeah. Dream Warriors, just like, you know, in five minutes. Was Sif there? Did she die as well? No, she oh, wasn't right. there. She, she She's was, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? She was barely referenced, yeah. actually. Uh, she so apparently... it's just Boulder and... Um, uh, Volstag, mm. yeah, and and 
The other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, she is apparently off somewhere else at the yeah, moment. Yeah. So she's still she's still alive within the yeah. MCU. But yeah, she was barely well, referenced. But they, she they just yeah. they got so sideswiped. That was like that was really annoying. Um Yeah, I mean I would prefer they just not be in there. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I agree with you. I I feel like they could have gone out better. Yeah. But when you see the problem like when she's standing there and she's got like the whole Asgardian army facing her. Yeah. And she just cuts through them like nothing. And it was you know, you call a character the goddess of death. And I I don't know anything about the comics, obviously. And it's just yeah. like she can shoot a bunch of knives. Yeah. And she can fight very well. And I'm like, Yeah, but why why is she the goddess of death then? Yeah. It's because she can kick a lot of ass. I'm mm. like, yeah, Asgardians typically Slay a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not really above. This this, this doesn't really give her name well, any sort of significance. Basically, to me, it's just like this is just like this is Malekith, but slightly better. Mm. Like, and and, and yep, yep, the problem yep. is Malekith is so rinse. Yeah, Malekith slightly better. Is, like yeah. he's the worst Marvel villain, Malekith. I would say. Um, I would say yeah. I mean, I was gonna go with um Doctor Strange's villain, whatever his name was. Because I can't even remember his name. At least I can remember what he looks like. I remember what he looks like. He didn't have any impact at all. Well, the uh, villain was Dormammu, wasn't it? No, the uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, the yeah. Schiefer, yeah, yeah. God, you can't even remember. No, I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's on par with that. But yeah, basically, Hella, not a great but Kate Blanchett. Maybe this is maybe, this is probably my problem. Yeah. To be, to be fair. But there were some some of respond to your obscene letters and they hate it. Yeah. Oh, damn yeah. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got Kate Blanchett with the budget. But some of her lines, yeah, and some of the the registers her voice hit when she's saying them, yeah, just went Galadriel, yeah. And it was like the mirror sequence in Fellowship, yeah. where she, you know, yeah. basically you see what she'd become if she had the one ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I was thinking of. Well, the problem really to me is she's a non-character again. All, yeah, her entire thing is just I'm evil, ha ha ha, <laughs> you know, that's all it is. And, you know, you were talking about the Warriors 3 dying. Yeah. Because she kills them. Mm. Uh, she In Fearless, your kills, order. Um, well, she doesn't kill... She destroys the hammer. Yeah. Odin dies. Yeah. Asgard is completely wiped off the face of space. Yeah. And none of it means shit. No. And do you know what? Because they have a little Kiwi bloke going, Yeah, bloody hell, every time. Yeah. You know? Do you know what it made me think of, actually? Yeah. The Last Stand. Yeah. Where significant things happen, and yeah. I don't, and I don't care. Odin's death, I got there. Yeah, I, I, I felt that. I felt yeah. that pitch. But everything else happening, it was because it kept being sort of undercut. Like obviously off Asgard, you know, this stuff was happening off Asgard because yeah. Thor get escapes the Bifrost and goes to Sakaar. Yeah. But because of the slightness of what was happening there, the event on Asgard meant nothing. Um, yeah. So exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Um, when Asgard is destroyed at the end, I mean, basically they, they make a thing about it of it as well. Asgard's not a place, it's a people. It's like, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a nice sentiment. I could sort of get on board with that. But basically, when you see a fairly significant place within the MCU just get completely obliterated, yeah, and then on the back of that, just as you see it just completely explode, yeah, this little Kiwi fucker makes a gag. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, it's got to no. stop. Like, no, just stop. Yeah, no. you know how um, Guardians Two ended with a genuine tear-jerking, beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, 
Um, that would have been better. Yeah. Like, you can't just do the same thing again, but they could have had a moment of hope. Yeah. Like, they the, could have had the despair, the is, and then they could have given rise to hope. The end of Guardians 2 had me... I didn't... I, I had tears in my eyes. I didn't yeah. cry, but I had them there. I was like, this is beautiful. This is sincere, and this is beautiful, but and do I you like know, it. Do you know what the thing about Guardians 2 was? Like, yeah, the, the, yeah. there was a great little joke on the back of Yondu's death, yes. where, where, where Groot is crying, and he, and he says something, and Rocket goes, he did call you Twig. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> it's on a level yeah. that that character is in mourning and doesn't write. Yeah, but it's, it's not. Yeah, but that's it's not slating his would death. Say that. Yeah, that's in that's this. It. It's like the world explodes. The Kiwi guy says, "Like, don't worry, lads. Like, with the foundation, etc., etc., etc." And then it collapses, and, and then he's he like, goes, oh, foundations, oh, never mind. Are gone. "Foundations and are gone." And then it cuts to all the grieving Asgardians, and I'm yeah. like, "Stop this! Yeah, really, just stop." Like that character, Korg. Would have been Fucking funny. Annoying. He would. No, he would have been funny if he would have been, been in, in two Guardians scenes, in those two scenes. If he'd have been in Guardians, he would have been yeah. funny. I liked him in the couple of scenes when they're in the sort of the arena. arena. Yeah, and then everything after that just felt like they were just stretching the joke to breaking point. Yeah, really. because he's like, well, it's the director's character. I'll, yeah, I'll keep yeah. this going. Yeah, no, if he'd stuck the, in the, the arena, bit, if they'd the, left the, him behind. Like I said, the bit where Loki disappears and then he runs into frame, it ineffectively kicks where he just was and yeah. goes like, "Bloody ghost!" <laughs> that was funny to me. I liked yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we haven't even talked about Hulk at no, all. No, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. It's yeah. it's just like the 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 main problem is this undercutting, and the problem is, given that we've only got Black Panther and then it's like Infinity War, yeah. which has been this ten ten year massive build up. Yeah, if they're treating events so close to that so slightly, yeah, it almost makes you care less about what's coming next about this massive looming threat. Yeah. Now you were saying that you were concerned that, that Infinity War was going to go the same line. I don't think that's going to happen. I think no. that I think that will get the sincerity that it, it it's it's sort of required after ten years of build up. Um, given who's in charge and given how well Civil War was done and Winter Soldier was done, I I think we'll yeah. th- they'll get that right. But I it makes me almost go well if they can treat massive threats this slightly and huge events this slightly. I'm like, well, why should yeah. I give a fuck? I I know what you mean. It's a, it's a big problem. Um. The rest of the film, uh, Thor on Sakaar, uh, the Grandmaster, I really liked. Um, he, d- he didn't do anything for me. He really. didn't do anything for you. Well, I- I'll tell you the context of this is because the last time I saw Jeff Goldblum in anything, it was Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah. And all his charisma and all his charm and all his certain natural ability to make me smile just by being Jeff Goldblum was totally shot on and evaporated because he was in this redundant, fuck awful boring film yeah to see him just be jeff goldblum again it's like it's jeff goldblum great um there was a really i i the the bit that made me laugh most is when thor is getting transported up to meet him and they play uh pure imagination over this like these really sort of quite trippy visuals as he's getting transported from from charlie yeah 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 Yeah. and i'm like oh god why (laughs) that's just ridiculous um when he meets Hulk, we never actually got into this last night, actually, so I'm curious. What, how, what did you think about what they did with Hulk this time around? Well, because uh, I have really, I mean, well, if, if you've Hulk, been following. Hulk was once again a different character. Um, they basically made him the same as the, the wisecracking everyone else, but within the realms of being monosyllabic and stupid, basically. Mm. So, I don't know. It's like. 
you know, you got a joke about Hulk's dick in there. Yeah, you know, you got which, Hulk's actual bare ass in that movie. I, I didn't really, like, I didn't really need that. I must. Why admit. do this? You yeah. know, like, I mean, you could have some real. They set up something that's genuine and real drama. What with him saying, you know, next time I turn back into Hulk, I might never be Banner again. Mm. And then he does turn back into Hulk, and no one says shit about it. No, he just turns it back into Hulk and fights a big dog. Mm. And at the end. He's just standing there placidly along with them, yeah, friendly and not hitting anything or smashing anything or mm. saying anything. He's just standing there. And what it feels like to me, and I know I always say this and it's getting a bit old, yeah. it feels like they just went, well, you know, it would be kind of hard to write around this, so why don't we just have him do what's convenient for the script? Mm. Which is to just stand there. Right. Uh, which is, even though he wouldn't do that, because we've already established he wouldn't do that. Right. You know, in... Avengers and in Age of Ultron also he is an out of control rampaging maniac who doesn't care who he hits he doesn't care mm. who he hurts the Hulkbuster has to bring him down even you yeah. know and in this he's just a guy who sits in a hot tub and wisecracks and makes fun of you uh, I guess and it's like they've changed it again they've changed the character because it's more convenient for their script and story and it's missing bothersome missing like two years of like yeah what like from when we left him in Age of Ultron to yeah. now, I can see though. As, you know what? As you said that, yeah. I realized something. Sorry to interrupt you. But no, go on. In a way, if he's been in that arena and he's found a way to channel the aggression into the arena, yeah, then that kind of makes and, more sense. And getting that yeah. sort of acceptance as yeah. well, because the people there love him yeah, as, of course, as, yeah. as the Hulk, whereas, yeah, whereas yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the reaction from Bruce Banner and the Hulk in both Avengers films is like people hate him because of the destruction that he causes, even if he's trying to do something good. And when Scarlet Witch manipulates him, yeah. and he's like, oh, the world saw the real Hulk, and you know, like people are afraid of him. To go from that to this, where he is just like universally accepted for what he does, I get that progression. I think when the the transformation when he comes back as Banner, um, and he's and he, he seems almost like crazy, yeah, uh, crazier than than usual. I, like, I did actually like that. I I, I yeah. like that. I continue. I I know what you mean. Yeah, but I continue to like what they do with Banner and the Hulk. And I, I agree. think I think anytime Ruffalo is on screen, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I yeah, love I like what him. that guy does with Banner. Um, yeah. I loved the running gag of um, Valkyrie and Ruffalo being like, "Do I? I mean, do I know? Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, it's weird. I do." Not feel and like then that that reaction shot when yeah. she sees him transform into the Hulk yeah. at the end, and she's just yeah. like, "Oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. him." Because there's this. She she was a slight fucking character, though, wasn't she? She was very slight character. Yeah, yeah. I I hope. That they do more with. Do you know what? Yeah. Did you, did you no, catch that thing? Um, when he's when he's trying to talk her into uh, Thor is trying to talk her into releasing the the control yeah, mechanism yeah, yeah. on his neck, and he's like, "Yeah, I I love women. You know, uh, there's there's a, always a great thing for uh, strong female warriors. You yeah, know, I love them. Uh, there should yeah. be a group of them. Yeah, and it was like that seems like an incredibly pointed sort of statement of fact. Like, yeah, because this is what the MCU has been sort of leveled at for not having enough sort of, of these, it, and it, it was like, yeah, okay, are you are you making a statement? Sort there? of, I that mean, was a bit that, weird. I did like that. I, I think the character of Valkyrie again, in a I, there was one thing. I, there was one moment of undercutting that I did like, because with the um, uh, I hate saying this because it makes it sound like I'm pointedly making them sort of a a, um, a tokenistic thing. Is it? Mm. But the thing is, with the whole strong female warrior thing, that can be done tokenistically. Yeah. Like, you can get the whole... You can make They can make characters who are insufferable yeah. because they've been made to be perfect because they don't want to be offensive. Mm. And 
the one bit of undercutting I thought was very effective is when Valkyrie first appears, you think, oh, here she comes. Here comes the Mary Sue. Yeah. And then she falls off the side of the ramp. Yeah, she falls she's off the ramp. Yeah. Because she's drunk. <laughs> but then she goes on to win anyway, obviously. Yeah, well, obviously. And, and, but but it, it was good because it was like, it was, oh, it's humanized this character. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty funny. Because at first I was annoyed by it. And overnight right. I've realized, oh, no, that was actually quite effective. And it made me like the character more because it right. made yeah. them infallible. Because yeah. then when you get characters like, for example, Black Widow, mm. there's a kind of sexist thing going on there for me because it's like, yeah, yeah, we've we've remembered to, inc- to include character flaws, and oh no, she's the worst ever because she can't have children, you mm. know? Yeah. Oh no, mm. that the every woman's horrible worst nightmare is that they can't have children. Piss off. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and you know, we need female characters that are believable, mm. as in as much as uh, in a movie like Thor, anything is believable, <laughs> you know. But Thor in that movie, he is very flawed. His flaws are a little bit too much, to be honest, because mm. it's just him failing all the time and being a big dumb man. Yeah. Uh, but with Valkyrie, no, it worked because it was like, this is a badass, incredibly impressive character, but at the same time, she's not this kind of Mary Sue always wins kind of thing. Yeah. When um, it's it's that weird weird thing when you know her and Loki have that confrontation and he gives yeah. her that flashback, yeah. um, and she she suddenly when she snaps out of it, she starts just starts like. Knocking shit out of him, yeah. Like, like, how dare you yeah, make me remember? I like that because I thought yeah. she was just gonna. She was, she was, she was oh. gonna be like, oh my god, I'm changing my ways, yeah, which she eventually gonna... does. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like the reaction of having yeah. that brought back to her was just like, it, it fuck fe- you. When when she does change her ways, it doesn't feel like she's been sort of strong armed. It feels like she's come to that decision herself, and that's important. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, when I, I've just used the term Mary Sue twice, and I feel bad for using it because a lot of people use that term to just undermine female characters who are successful. Right. A lot of people said that about Rey in Star Wars. Okay, okay. Because it's like, oh, she's come out of uh, sort of nowhere, so to speak, and suddenly she's this amazing Jedi. It's like, no, that's not fair. I think that there, while there, there might be some shortcuts there, I think there is a journey. I, I, do, I, I didn't I, feel that way. But, but to be honest, I don't feel as though she's been written by someone going, look how perfect she is. You know, I don't think that's fair. See, I do. Oh, well, why don't you just that, that piss was... off? Well, maybe I will once right. we're finished this but, podcast. Okay, that, Ray isn't important right now anyway. No, anyway. Basically, the point I'm trying to make is a lot of people use that term to undermine female characters who yeah, are yeah, successful, yeah, yeah. and that's not what I'm doing at okay. all. I just yeah. want to make that clear. Yeah. You know. Um, Loki continues to be yeah. the best villain in the entire MCU. Uh, uh, no. Just on, on sheer personality alone, I, I just think he, he continues uh, to be the strongest one. I liked Ultron better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, okay. I did. That's... Strange. I really enjoyed Ultron. Uh, Loki was fun, but I liked Ultron a lot. I Loki, really liked him. Loki, like five films in, is still good value for money. You know, he's okay. Um, he's Ultron's getting a bit old. One. Um, he's getting a bit old for me, to be honest. We're, we're sort of, I feel like we're coming up to the the end of him, uh, mm-hmm. as in terms of his character being in it. I mean, I I assume he's going to get killed off. Maybe I don't. Um, I I don't see that there's much more to do with him. To be honest, uh, that's that's the problem. But. I, I liked I liked having him there. Um, he certainly he made for a better presence than Kate Blanchett, unfortunately, who just got a vastly underwritten character. Yeah. I like him in the original Thor movie a lot, and I like him in Avengers a lot. Mm. Uh, ever since then, it feels a little bit like he's spinning his wheels because they're not really giving him much to do. Mm. He he doesn't really add much to the. I mean, he turns up as the savior, so to speak. Yeah. But that feels, and then Thor is just like, oh, I guess you're not so bad after all. It's like. Yeah, but you thought that before as well, and mm. like, come on, stop it, stop being an idiot. It's, it's like the first time he's actually sort of proven it, really. I guess. Well, it's like you know the the sacrifice in Thor two to some degree as well, mm. but 
But then that's that's, the that's thing, undercut with the betrayal. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, he's fun. He's a very watchable presence, and he is entertaining. Yeah. And I did like the. I thought it was quite sweet at the end when he throws the thing at him and he catches it. Mm. I, I liked that. That was nice. That was a nicely human thing, which is one thing to say about a god, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, overnight I've warmed up to it quite a lot. Right. I have to okay. say, I still. It still annoys me that all, basically my my main annoyance is it's still uh, there. It's still there. Yeah, yeah. And it is a big problem, I think, with those films. It's but, it's uh, a massive problem. But I, I I am more fond of it than I was there yesterday. Is, there, yeah. it, you know, when I yeah. I wouldn't un, I wouldn't anti recommend it. You know, I no. Feel like if you like the this, thing is, it's probably the best Thor movie to some degree. I would have been okay yeah. with the humor in it if it didn't have such massive, you know, MCU altering stuff in it. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that was disregarded for the yeah. at the expense of like let's just tell a joke. That's that's the problem. If it yeah. had just been, if nothing had happened, really, if nothing yeah. significant had happened, and it had been just a plain head Thor film that was a lot more humorous, I'd be yeah. like, do you know what? I would have been more on board with it. Yeah, I definitely had problems with it. Yeah. Um. However. You know, it's yeah, it's mid-level, as you say. It's not. Yeah. It's definitely no, not bottom tier. When I, when I said it's probably the best Thor film, I don't think that actually. I think it might be the best structured narratively. I, I think the first two Thor films have really weird narrative like structure, and they don't make much which sense. Which I I don't really get where you're coming from yeah. on that, but well, fair enough. The first one is really odd. It's just like Thor's there, then he leaves, then he comes back, and the destroyer turns up, and then they go to the bridge. The end, basically. Uh, Thor two is just a bizarre movie where a bunch of stuff happens for seemingly no reason. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy them both. Yeah. Especially I, the first one. The first yeah. one I think is a lot of fun and I rewatch it probably more than most of the other solo Marvel movies. None of them are as just yeah. piddly as Ant-Man. But no. Uh, or uh, what was the other one I was thinking? Um, Hulk? Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Which, but, uh, which um, I didn't like at all. But um, Thor Ragnarok, it feels big. Yeah, like it, unlike the first two, it feels really big. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool that they did that. Uh, I w- I'm going to give it a rating. Okay, I'm going to give it uh, taking everything into account. If I disregard my main problem with it, <laughs> disregarding this whole problem I have with it, I probably would give it like a low four. Mm. With the problem, I'm gonna I'm going for three. <laughs> I'll, I'll if go, I can dis- I, if I can disregard that, you know, yeah, because I think it's a film that has enough to recommend it that I would say definitely go and see it if you like these movies. Yeah, for sure. But um, you know, for for me, I'm my personal approach is I'm just so sick of this wisecracking, undercutting everything that matters. Yeah, taking all the humanity and all of the emotion and all of the pathos out of the film. Yeah, basically, Iron Man has pathos out the. Ass. Yeah, even as even the Incredible Hulk has pathos out of the ass, it, even though it sucks. Yeah, the thing know? is, Iron Iron Man's pathos comes because his his humor is a defense mechanism, yes. and and the, every time it, they something gets close to him, he reacts he, quite violently. When I rewatched the original Iron Man, the way he sells, and I don't like using that term, but it's most effective here. Yeah, the way he sells his the, the encroaching guilt he feels mm. is so well done. Yeah. It's so well done. Like he's at that party, and that woman comes up to him. Yeah, that that's a great scene. I think. Yeah, that's a really great but character scene. And then Obadiah comes over and is like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, but it, but it, again, he's a, he's he's sort of very defensive about it. You know, she comes yeah. over and sort of like, "Well, you know, you're responsible for this. I'm I'm not my company." Yeah, you know, and then but then immediately he's like, "Okay, I've got to go and have a confrontation with the guy." You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. it's treated better. Um, the the thing of it is, I mean, yeah, none of them have been bad 
No, as, I as, as you said, and even the, even stuff like the, I, I mean, I I think the Incredible Hulk has a lot about it. I like, even I though think, it's kind of flat. I think Incredible Hulk is mid level. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. don't think it's as bad as Ant Man. No, or Doctor Strange. Yeah, which and I, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy I, I, it. At all. I, I didn't dislike Ant Man or Doctor Strange. Really, I thought they were fine. I just I think Iron Man three is for me pitching to lower tier. I really like Iron Man three. I, I there are some things that I just can't reconcile with that film. Yeah. Um, the other two, you know, I love. I think Iron Man three is a very interesting film. I think it's interesting that they were able to get into the position to make a film like that. Mm. Really, which, but let's not get. We've talked about well, which, it which yeah. they can now. I mean, they could yeah. basically do anything. We've talked point. about it at length. So let's we not have. That. Yeah. But no. Absolutely. Let's wrap up this whole Jigsaw thing. Um, so I, overall, the first ever Kenneth Chu yeah. show con was fairly successful. Not in terms of Jigsaw, but I mean, it went fine. We saw the films. Yeah. We, we didn't miss them. any of them. And we there had... was almost an incident with double booking, and that was resolved. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was a point that was coming back to, right? Yeah, yeah so, so two points. There was there was a hilarious thing uh, just before Thor started where we thought that this our seats had been double booked because this like other guy was like, you're you're in my seat. And it I'm was like, perfectly reasonable. It was right? perfectly was like, yeah, reasonable. Yeah, it was so reasonable. And he was just like, I'll just take these other seats. And then these three guys came in and was like, you're in our seats. And, yeah. then, it was like, and then they were like, Oh well, we'll just have these ones. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, how is is this going to like? Just, how, how ultimately, there will be a problem here. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I it, went out and had a word. And then it turned out that the guys who came to take our seats had actually booked them for another day. Yeah. Um. The the other thing was, and we spoke about this last night. Yeah. Was um, this the, you about the kid? Yeah. Oh, that the, was fun. The, the yeah. arena fight where Thor and Hulk fight was um a highlight. I enjoyed of, it. Of the film. It was. Oh, it, I didn't mention this. I will mention it very it, briefly. Yeah. Go on. Uh, the action was above. Average in yeah, this one. Like, definitely. You could yeah. see what was going yeah, on. It was clear, yeah. coherent. The fight no, at the end on the Rainbow Bridge is, to me, a h- action highlight for the whole yeah. MCU. I really like that. Oh, that, that. Was, that was it. So, another yeah. point, right? The yeah. two, there was, there was yeah. two uses of Immigrant Song. Uh, Led, Led, Led Zeppelin. If it had just been at the end, it would have been if epic. It, if it had yeah. just been, if they had used it at the end, I wish they had saved it to the end. Because when yeah. they first used it at the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then they came back to it, and the effect of it was slightly lessened yeah. by having already used it. Yeah. But I mean that song is a corker. But anyway, the kid. Um, the kid. But the kid, right? Yeah. So the arena fight um, yeah. between Thor and Hulk. You've got a bunch of Hulk supporters, obviously, in they're the all crowd, chanting. and they're all yeah. chanting Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. And just behind us, this little kid goes, Hulk, Hulk. Yeah, it Hulk, was adorable. Hulk. It was sweet as hell. And for the bits that I didn't enjoy in this, yeah. and I, it, something just hit me. I'm like. This is for him. This is this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, all the problems that I'm that are yeah. building up yeah. with this. Yeah. It's like this kid doesn't care. Yeah. It's like this is for him. It's and difficult. It, it's easy to forget that superheroes yeah. are ultimately this kid's thing. That's you know? it. And it was starting yeah. like looking in on myself, going, yeah. "What a waste of time." No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not, not at all. Right. Obviously, yeah. I reversed that opinion, but it was just like, yeah. Mm. Do you know what? That's who this is for. Yeah. Um. Oh, just briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something else we didn't touch on: Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, he turns his, up in his, this, his yeah. little cameo. Liked him. Like yeah, that. liked him much more. In that's this. what I meant to mention actually, and I will mention it now because it's relevant. Yeah, I'm liking how they've got the Marvel Comics thing going on now, where in other characters' movies, other characters will have bit parts, mm. like Doctor Strange, and, it and you don't have to help. wait for a team up. Yeah, it does help to create this sensation that they are in the same world. Yeah, and it's effective in that way. When Doctor Strange turns up, it's like yeah. He probably would turn up. That makes sense. That's it. It's not just yeah. like a line reference, and it's yeah. not like you have to wait for the Avengers for yeah. them all to appear together. It's like, oh yeah, it, this is just a cross pollination thing because it, for me, they all exist. it was interesting because I had no idea he was in it. Right. And when he, looks I knew at he the, was. When well, he looks at the card, you didn't know he was in it. I didn't know he was in it at all. Remember, no. they did that scene at the end of 
um, Doctor Strange, though. Yeah, but I, th- I thought that was just like a, um, oh, okay. a, new, okay. a scene. All right. Got you. But now that you mention it, I was wondering why it seems so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't realize that he was in the movie. Right. Like, I, I had forgotten about that. I, I got you. Uh, I got you. And when I saw him looking at the address, I was like, isn't that, the, oh shit, it's Doctor Strange's house. This is going to be Doctor Strange. That's kind of yeah. interesting. And I was a little bit worried for a second he was going to be there the whole time. Yeah. I was like, oh it's no, like, please not. I'll don't give with, me a whole movie of coming by. I will, please. Uh, I will come with you to Asgard and we will yeah. have tea. And that's exactly what yeah, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. He seemed a little bit more comfortable in this movie, though. I have to say. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I, I feel like this is taking. Place yeah. in a time well after the first Doctor Strange yeah. film, where he's much more comfortable. Well, I don't. With his the thing is, I don't ever want to see a Doctor Strange two. I'm. I could go without it. Yeah, I could definitely I mean, go without it. If they did one, I would probably go see it. Well, you know, but as part of the ongoing narrative, yeah, 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 of course I would go, but, I, but I'm not desperate for but it. But I could do. I don't care. Like Just, I could do without one. I don't. I mean, I don't. I am Man of the Wasp. I don't want to see that. No, I mean, I, I will I, see it. Yeah, I don't really care about but that. But I don't care about that. But as, as yeah. I can see, I can see elements now of how Doctor Strange is going to fit in with the ensemble. Yeah. As opposed to just being, we we are dependent on following him, yeah. which I'm not keen on. I don't think he's a strong enough character, and I don't really particularly like Benedict Cumberbatch. No. But that little interaction in this film, I'm like, I'm much more on board with that. Yeah, yeah. In the same way as Ant-Man turning up in Civil War, I was much more on board yeah, with him yeah, I as agree. I was yeah, with his yeah. solo film. Yeah, the, the the least strong ones worked part, as part of the team. So, so it was cool yeah. to see him, yeah. Next installment um, of the MCU, then. Um, <laughs> that it, was it. And yeah. then next it's Black Panther, and then it's... Infinity and then it's War. Infinity War. Like, yeah. we're only, what, six, six seven exciting. months away? Pretty it's like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm still psyched, man. Still yeah, psyched. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that trailer drop him. Yeah, that well, that will be coming I out. I see myself I, rewatching that one a lot. I reckon that's going to be around the time of the Last Jedi because it's yeah. all Disney stuff now, yeah, obviously. Course, yeah, so yeah. if it's not out now, I mean, if it was going to be released any time, it would have been with Thor. Obviously, it's not out yet. So I'm thinking yeah. Last Jedi, they're going to yeah. drop it, and I'm, I'm, I'll be psyched for it. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. And overall, Jigsaw was overall Jigsaw was uh, overall the event itself was yeah. a success because you know we we went to see them both. Yeah, uh, but Jigsaw ended up being the most disappointing of the two. And then we're looking forward to the next. Um, event which is uh, Star Wars The Last Black Panther <laughs> <laughs> so Ken yes that's our sort of I'm doing air quotes again for people who can't see us Why? why right we should do this as a Facebook live thing yeah we should sometime yeah. um, hi <coughs> so what, what, what else have we seen recently let's talk about that alright okay so what, what else have you seen well I think we should talk about the television show that you've watched recently what, on the trains and that on the trains and that yes okay um <laughs> Great segue. Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. I did a great job. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well done. It was completely off off the cuff and in no way like just like thought about. We're gonna just get well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I well, Jim T reference there. Thanks. Well, there, 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 there. Okay. Anyway, fun. right, right. So sweet. Um, we <laughs> so we covered this uh, on the animation podcast very briefly, though. But I had only seen one episode. Yeah. Um. On the train journey uh, home, which is like five and a half hours, yeah, uh, I watched season one of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. And then on the train back, which is another five and a half hours, I watched season two of yeah. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, I don't get the big deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's I, it's another one of these. Um, am I old? No, but am I old? people am I, just I, I, people identify as fans of things now. Yeah, they make it their identity, and because Rick and Morty is a kind of, kind of a smart show, mm. people think that liking it makes them also smart. People think that getting it enough to laugh, yeah, 
makes them smart. Well, it's the whole thing of laughing at things that happen in Marvel movies, which are references. Yeah. So people will know that you get the yeah. reference. But there seems to be, I'm I'm getting a vibe of there's there's a certain amount of arrogance and smugness amongst Rick and Morty fans. Well, there's it's this nihilism nihilist kind of thing, like. Because Rick and Morty is a really defeated kind of a show about yeah. how everything is shit and nothing will ever be okay, you know. Yeah. And I don't relate to that at all, uh-huh. personally. Uh-huh. I get sadness, but yeah. I don't relate to the idea that everything is fucked and like yeah. smart people are just like having to live horrible lives because everyone is so stupid, mm. which is the kind of character of Rick. And and I mean they address this in series three, and they actually made me like the series a lot more by directly addressing this thing that I didn't like about it. Oh, right, but, okay. Uh, which, we'll, which you'll see eventually. Oh, um, that's interesting. But, I mean, what did you think of Rick and Morty? I, I liked it. Fine. It, I mean, yeah. there, there is an episode you'll, you'll probably know. Turn myself into a pickle, Morty! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to do it. We, yeah, a pickle, God. Rick! I had to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you get really sick of hearing that. I'll tell you something. You get really sick of hearing that. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. I bet you yeah. do. It's like, was there a pickle rig there? Yeah. The thing is, you'd think that was the only thing that ever happened in this area. It is like, the only thing yeah. that's ever happened, though, isn't yeah. it? Um, yes, I mean, it is, every, yeah. every, I mean, I don't know if I just like fell asleep and it was on a loop or something. Maybe, yeah. maybe I didn't actually watch any of it. So you've, I, you've that's watched all I know the first two series and the first episode of series three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was, I mean. I don't know if you'll know the episode titles and maybe you'll nah, know what not I'm, really, I'm but I know the ones you're talking about most like, likely. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's? Yeah. That creased me. And I, I, is I, that I, the one with the Scary Terry? No. Which one is that again? I th- is is that the one with Me Seeks? No, that's, no, that's, that's, that's Me Seeks and Destroy. Yeah. I don't, is that I, the one where they keep they go to the Cronenberg world and they have to eventually abandon their world? No. I don't remember Shit. the actual content of it now, but I know yeah. that that episode, because I remember the episode title, yeah, that, yeah, one, yeah. that one creased me. People were looking at me funny, actually, yeah. on the train. Um, as a show, I got to that bit uh, that you spoke about on the podcast yeah. uh, in that episode where the, the Jelly Bean King tries to rape yeah, Morty, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is played straight, yeah, and went... <sighs> Yeah, why did they do that? Yeah. I, I was like, oh god. Now this is this is the problem for me. I'm like, okay, I can because as I've said to you before, in the context of other things, I think you know when we were talking about like Ash versus yeah. Evil Dead and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I find it really difficult to get invested in something that is just like obscenely cartoonish. Yeah, like, yeah. when it's live action, it's worse. Yeah, when it's something like this. Yeah. Um. That has just been anarchic all the way through. Yeah, that's fine. I can get on board with that. It's like, okay, this is just absurdist, and yeah. I can just find this very funny. Yeah. But then they reached into that, and I'm going, I don't get this. No. What, what, what are they? What are they doing? Because these are not characters. I'm not. I'm not building up. It's. It's not You're like not the, affectionate towards them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel any affection towards them. I don't. Rick I don't, is a prick. He's yeah. a horrible person. He's a, he's a grotesque. I'm person. prickle Rick. <laughs> Sorry, of course. Um, I, no, I don't. I don't feel any relation to them. Um, I, I couldn't care less what happens. I just want to. I just want to laugh. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It has yeah. made me laugh consistently. Yeah. There's, there is something in every episode that has made me bust a gut. Well, that was the first sign for me of like because I watched that and I was like, I was really not happy about that sequence. Mm. I was like, oh whoa, why did they think they were allowed to do that? Like, yeah. What, why, why do they think that? 
I mean, let's compare it to the episode of Aquatine Hunger Force Ham Banana that we watched yesterday. Christ on Where it's played so stupid. Yeah. But I mean, it's offensive. Yeah. But <laughs> it's played so stupid and never played as any kind of stakes or no. any kind of you should feel bad for Carl. No. That they play this whole rape thing. No, yeah. King Jellybean is just all of a sudden, holy shit, this is kind of intense yeah. and I don't like this. Like, no. And then the defense they gave is, yeah, it's not supposed to be funny, it's meant to be uncomfortable. It's like, then why did you put it in? Like, yeah. what did you think? I want to sit down for a nice, watching a fun cartoon and then have yeah. to see that. I mean, you know, it's, it's not, it's, why, why do you think you can do so, that? Some of the humor yeah. cuts very close, some of it is yeah. like acidic. Uh, well, I find that stuff. The stuff where Morty ba- sadly buries his own body while sad music plays, so you should feel sad. Yeah. Then when he brings it up again and says the worst thing ever, which is like, no, nothing means anything, come watch TV. Yeah. Which is like, uh, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, am I supposed to find that moving or poetic or something? Right. It's just someone who's given up saying that they've given up. Right. That's all that yeah. is. Yeah, no, that's, that's There's not really no meaning in having given funny. up. There's no meaning in failure and giving up, is there? No. Really? Well, exactly. Well, not, it's not even about failure. There's meaning in trying and failing. Mm. But there's no meaning in just going, well, I'm not trying anymore. Right. That, that's, that's, that means nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it should mean nothing to anyone. Anyone who's worth speaking to would not no, accept that yeah, as a philosophy. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It. That's not a philosophy you should accept. Is, is it? Okay. Yeah. I hate this term, so I yeah. apologize for using it. That's fine. Is this a millennial thing? I don't know. Is this to appeal to millennials? I don't know. Who who are supposed to be yeah. like just by their nature depressed? <laughs> I don't know. Is I truly it, don't know. Is it? Yeah. I, 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 I sort of get the sense that it is. Remember the episode in season two where... Uh, um, Rick is, has a relationship with that hive mind. Yeah. And at the end, he just sort of goes like he's going to kill himself and then doesn't at the last second. Yeah. While sad music plays and you're yeah, supposed yeah. to feel sad. He's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> he's a hateful killer who hates his family and treats them like garbage and exploits yeah, yeah. them and manipulates them. I don't care if he dies. I want him to die. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really. It's like trying to make you care about Master Shake. <laughs> <laughs> Master Shake is the it's, most hateful human yeah, well, not human but yeah, the, the idea is that you hate him the idea is not that you feel for him no when Master Shake dies it's funny yeah when you when you yeah. when you when you populate a thing with characters yeah. who I don't know not all the characters are hateful but no, some, they're not, but, no. but Rick is a hateful character but yeah. at the same time because he's just in this absurdist backdrop with characters yeah. you don't give a fuck about equally yeah. it's like yeah, well, go and be a prick then, because that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah. fine when you do that. Just but don't you, ask me yeah, to. But care. Don't ask, don't try and elicit any actual genuine emotion out of this, because there isn't yeah. any to give. There isn't any to elicit. Well, then I, they I used then they used hurt again at the end of the season as well. Oh, when he gets put in the prison. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, well, that that is just like so what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, stop. Yeah. <laughs> but then the first episode of season three totally pulls yeah, it back. Obliterates that. that. Yeah, I which that. It was like, I loved that. Okay, so you've acknowledged that. Yeah. Okay, is th- no the thing I was worried about because I haven't seen the rest of season yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it like, is this an acknowledgement, or is this you just trying to do the arse pull and then later in the season you're going to come back and try and do this again? They don't like, do it again. They don't do it again. Okay. The at the end of the season actually they do something that I think is really ballsy. Um, do you care about plot spoilers for an animated show? But, okay, spoilers for series three of Rick and Morty. At the end, because like she's she's like um, Beth has divorced Jerry. Yeah, they're apart for like the whole season. Right, and at the end they sort of get back together again because basically, ultimately, no matter what Rick does to try and keep them apart, he can't do it. Mm. 
Uh, they get back together, they move in together, everything goes back to thing, and they actually say, oh, Rick, isn't it great? It's going to be just like season one. It's going to be all these down-home adventures just like season one. <laughs> yeah. And Rick's, like, really unhappy about it. Right. <laughs> and and it's the fact that they've basically gone, hey, fuckers, this is a fucking television sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have a status quo. What? Why do you want this crazy canon stuff? Yeah. And I really like the fact they directly just say, oh, it's going to be just like season one again. Mm. As if they've basically gone, hey, you know how everyone was getting really weirdly invested in the soap opera stuff in our cartoon yeah well fuck them mm. <laughs> everything's back to normal now season three was great okay it I've, was I've, super good i will definitely uh, get on the, it the so. only moment of any kind of emotional resonance that worked for me and they did ruin it eventually but it's the mr poopy butthole episode when beth shoots him and then he says like oh gee beth i'm sorry you didn't have any bad memories of me <laughs> I thought that was really good. Like a really good shocking kind of a twist. Right. But then he ruined it by having the whole, oh yeah, I must drink all the wine now with my shaky hands thing. Right. Because, you know, alcoholism is so bad, now I feel bad. You know, which it is. Yeah. But it just feels like a lazy shortcut. Yeah, I, I get yeah. that. I Although mean, when Mr. Peeper Butthole comes back at the end of season two, I absolutely creased at that. I, I liked the episodes where they're just flicking through the TV. I liked the first one a bit and not the second one at all. See, I like... There, Sustained there, there, Jerry Dick joke for 30 minutes. There is something yeah. inherent in those parts where they're yeah. just flicking through the TV to something random yeah. that suggests laziness. Yeah. And I like it because yeah. the people doing the voices suggest the laziness yeah. as well. It's just like, oh, so this is uh, something random. Some of them really uh, made me laugh. Though. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, <laughs> you know this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what are you doing? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I see demons. I see demons. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... I, I don't get the mass appeal of no. it. Um, and I think if if there's an arrogance that comes with it... that, that I mean, obviously, that's not the show's fault. You know? Um, it would be hard to ascribe that to, to a show. But maybe it's... I, I wonder if it's sort of been, in its beginnings, deliberately aimed at people like that. And then they've gone, ah, hang on. <laughs> you know, they've, they've caught the, on to the, the... This season, the fans have been the worst they've ever been, though. And he's, he's actually been quite yeah. outspoken about it. Well, he me? came out and he was. they were talking about how, oh, yeah, we've hired a bunch of female writers. Cause our oh, writers, fuck, yes, And everyone got really pissed off about it because they're like, oh, yeah, this episode sucked. Must have been those new female writers. Like, these are the kind of people who are watching this. Yeah. It no, makes it makes me not want to watch it, and it's yeah, not the it's not the show's fault. It's not the show's fault or the creator's yeah. fault. It's not. No, he's, it's he's, not Dan Harmon's fault. Even no, though Dan Harmon is a douchebag. He's not set out to get those no. those people yeah. watching his show. That that's the horrible thing about yeah. it. Um, but I, I I like it. Yeah, I do I, like I, it. I do too. like it. Just as I a didn't bit of... I didn't like the second half of series two. There was too much okay. stuff that I found objectionable. There's an episode I hate. Right. With a subplot I hate. And I, people always tell me I'm being a twat when I say this. Okay. Remember the whole keep summer safe thing. Yeah. What was that? What was the joke? The joke was, what horrible things can we do, basically? Yeah. I get the basic joke, which is that the more she tries to fix it, the worse it gets. Yeah. But all the same, I don't want to sit there and see that kind of psychological horror yeah. played as a joke. It's right. not funny. It's, like, it's not offensive. Oh. It's just not funny. Oh, Rick, why did you put her in the Holocaust robot? You know, it's like, you know, the, the guy who sees the, the kid who died, you yeah. know. And it's like just oh the kid who died so he can feel that kind of pain again because that's what this is doing. I get what they're doing, but for me it's too far. It's yeah. like you could be funnier than this without being mm. this horrible. Without there's no yeah, need. It's... Like the, the violent death is is enough. 
Yeah. You don't need to go this I, far. I get why you're doing it, but it doesn't work for me. It's just upsetting. I I, I understand. Yeah, that. yeah. It's like instead of instead of trying to actually yeah. craft something funny, it's like the the inher- the funniness is in like how extreme it will get. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah. I I I didn't get offended by that because I'm like I knew it was yeah. this kind of show already, and because yeah. because I kept myself sort of distant from it, it was like. Whatever you put up is not going to offend me. I mean, the closest I got to being offended was the attempted rape. Yeah. But it, it didn't offend me. It was just like, oh, yeah. really? I mean, why? And then it was just like, okay, do you know what? On to the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just like marathoning them. Um, it's a fine show. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's funny. I, I, I'll, I'll keep watching it. I, I like know? it. I like yeah. it fine. I just. Let, I do recommend making time for series three because it is very good. I think. I will. I will. I think um, it's the purest, funniest series. You know, it's the, it's the funny. It's funny, is but, it purely and it because of Pickle Rick? Yes, no, <laughs> it doesn't stop just to espouse things at you. Right, there is like a bit that is great, which is about how there is clever sort of referential stuff in there about Rick, but it doesn't just stop the show to tell mm. you how life is horrible, mm. which the old one does, and I, I don't like right. it. I really like that first episode of season two where with the multiple timelines. I thought that was so clever. Like yeah, it yeah. must have been a bitch to animate that. Yeah, must have like, been. Like really yeah. fucking brutal to, yeah. to actually yeah, I agree. The, yeah. the more it splits, the more I'm like, how far is this gonna go? Because yeah. it just get I was like, Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it was you good, know. yeah. But so that's Rick and Morty, I guess. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, what else have you been watching lately? Ken? Um, I've uh, been catching up on some uh, films. Yeah. Uh, I let me think. Right, I saw the new Blair Witch. Oh yeah. Same Crap. as the old Blair Witch. Well, um, so excellent. No. Yeah, I'm a big. Fan. Me, me and that's one of the things me and Ken will never agree on. I think yeah. Blair. I think the original Blair Witch is a great film. I I don't. Ken get does why not you, like it at all. I don't get why you like it. Uh, um, I think because it was the originator for this thing that is now shit, which is the found footage. The found footage bullshit, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. it's the best found footage movie. I think it's scary as shit. And I think that the ending is incredible. I That's about it. The only thing I like about it yeah. is, is the ad campaign, um, which made yeah. which convinced everybody that it was a true I, story. I have no quite like I understand why people don't like that movie. I totally yeah. understand it. I don't have any kind of it's yeah. not like a Pacific Rim thing. But, but like I, I really think it's a great movie. Do you know what tickles me? No. Tickle Rick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what tickles me about that was Book of Shadows. Which was like imme- immediate yeah. franchise suicide. Yeah. Because it's like yeah, the Blair Witch Project was just a film. And then you get a blast of Marilyn Manson over the title yeah. credits. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have to engage with this anymore. It's just like, I'm right. done. I'm done. <laughs> um, so I can see why they didn't follow up yeah. uh, Blair Witch 2. I so didn't bother watching the new Blair Witch the, movie. The new Blair Witch what I liked, again, it's the ad campaign is the only thing I've got to give it props for because it made it look like it was a complete other yeah, film yeah, and then yeah. totally pulled the rug out from people going, oh my god, it's a long, it's a delayed Blair yeah. Witch sequel. Yeah. What the fuck? Where did that come from? Well, um, people figured it out because of the, they had the little Blair Witch um, sticks thing in it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But when it was marketed as The Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the shots that it used did not signify no. that it was yeah. anything to do with Blair Witch. It was like, that's quite clever. Yeah. I, I would like to see a bit more of that, actually, yeah. in yeah. advertising. Um, basically, it's just the same thing. Yeah. Um, except they've now got, like, digital, high-def digital cameras and, like, um, yeah. you know, cards. Oh, it's another found footage? Yeah, and they've got... It's actual found footage? Mm, yes. I thought it wasn't. I thought it was... Okay, fair no, enough. No, it is. And oh. they've got a drone. Oh, Christ. No. And the last, like, 50 minutes... Yeah. Are just like constant. Uh, for, 
first point of view screaming running through yeah. the woods where you can, awful. you can barely see anything yeah. it's all lit by a, like this like ridiculous yeah, uh, yeah, torch yeah, yeah, that yeah, keeps yeah. going out and because they're running and nothing's really seen and then there's thunder and then i just got, i got bored <laughs> That's fair. so i don't i don't want it in my life anymore yeah um anything I, else i saw the new uh jason Bourne. yeah which um same as the old jason <laughs> um you're not a fan of that um, series i like the Bourne identity I thought that's that the only was, one I've seen. That I thought that yeah. was quite good. I liked it. Basically, the Paul Greengrass ones, they're all the same. Well, I watched. I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I watched the Born Identity. I thought that's pretty sweet. I like that. I liked it. Stuck on Born Supremacy is the second one. Yeah. Got about fifteen minutes in, and all it is is just pitch black, people Sh- talking jargon, shaky cam, shaky cam, and I was like. I don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. not watching this. I Basically. don't want to watch this right now. I'll come back to it maybe. Yeah. But. It, when it's it's pitch black, you can't see what's going on, and they're all just talking in jargon. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm really bored of this. And then they play they play the uh, the pronoun game, so it's like somebody mentions this thing, which is either a covert operation or a code name for a killer who is just as good as Jason yeah. Bourne. Yeah. And then they're like, "Where's Jason Bourne?" Or Jason Bourne's on the screen. And it's like, "Oh my god!" And everybody looks really concerned. It's like we gotta find Jason Bourne. And then mm. there's a big fight, and then Moby, and then the end, <laughs> and that's it. And that's um, the new one, Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's the same deal, yeah. pretty much. Um, Anything else? Let me. Th- uh, I saw the new uh, Blade Runner. Oh yes. Um, fucking hell, man. Um, first of all, the reaction. Yeah. I have I have seen in the past few weeks two films. Yeah. Uh, I saw Darren Aronofsky's Mother, Mother. Yeah. And I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. The audience reaction tickled me. Yeah. Because we we, we saw Mother. There was a woman in front of us as we came out who started ripping into her other half for making her go. Just like tore him a fucking new one. Yeah. Like, don't ever, you're, you're not picking a film again. And basically just like laying into this guy for picking this film. As we came out of Blade Runner 2049, yeah. the audience was like, that was the worst fucking film I've ever seen. What a piece of shit. Yeah. And basically. So idiots, um, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, twenty. God, that's depressing. Yeah, Blade Runner. But I loved that reaction. I loved hearing how venomous they got about it because it's like, ah, because mm. it actually tried to make you work for it, and you don't like that. Mm. You just wanted to get spoon fed. Yeah. And Blade Runner twenty forty nine is not, you know, that. Everything it's... I've read about it has said it's every bit a sequel to Blade Runner. It is in tone, how it's executed. They don't dumb it down at no, all. They don't. Like, that sounds this great. Is, this is hard. I'm sci-fi. thrilled that they did this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Blade Runner. I've only just come round to actually sort of liking the original yeah. Blade Runner. I was negative against it for a long time. I think you've spoken about it. Blade Runner is the next on my list to rewatch. I'm yeah. definitely rewatching it. Yeah. Um, I would recommend that you watch the original theatrical cut. I am. Um, it's but it's really hard to get hold of. <laughs> um, I've, I've had it. real trouble getting hold of it. I've got it if you want. Yeah. I um, think I might have it already now, but I'll double right, check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that um Fleur said is her favorite yeah, as well. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone slags it off, but I think it sounds kind of good. So It's it's fine. What they don't like is the narration. Yeah, but the narration surely that adds to the noir kind of thing, it, right? It does. Um the interesting thing is I can see the argument for it being yeah, invasive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right. uh, as a thing. Whereas, like, there's a lot of shots yeah. uh, in the original Blade Runner, which is the the silence is filled with the narration. Yeah. And if you take away the narration, it, it has a totally different meaning. So yeah. I, can, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, it's it, yeah. it's equally valid to have not yeah. the narration there. Yeah. But the theatrical but cut. Let, is the let's one try. Watch. I mean, not that you were going to, but try. Let's not spoil twenty forty nine. No, I yeah. I won't spoil it except to say that yeah, it's it's a stunning piece of work. Yeah. I don't know that I liked it particularly. Um, do you like that it exists? I like the fact that it's yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that somebody is trying to do this again. Yeah, um, I think there there are there's a massive problematic element which has been picked up on. Yeah, uh, with the depiction of women in it. Yeah, I won't go into detail. No, no, we'll, we'll cover it at some point. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, we should do a podcast about that sort of thing sometime, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, go on. Um, go on. But so I will. Uh, yeah, two dudes um, tell you how to feel about women. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to go down well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Next up. Next, two white dudes tell you how to feel about being black. Yeah, that's what we just <laughs> yeah, did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, two white guys explain to black people how they should feel about Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not do that. We're offended for you, ladies. <laughs> so you don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, yeah, so but it's just <laughs> it's a really the pacing of it. Yeah, is like old school pacing. That sounds really appealing. I want to see it. Now. It's like you know what every yeah. shot is considered it is framed like art yeah it is not you know you will not get quick cuts in this no it, it, it just makes you feel every sort of first um, step how did you feel about mother mother was a piece of shit okay anyway mother, moving on mother was, mother was fucking gut arse rot okay. but i but i like the fact that it provoked such yeah, a yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah of course That's, yeah. I, I do like that um yeah. blade runner 2049 if you get a chance See it. I'm, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch the original Blade Runner the theatrical cut first, but I will. Mm. In fact, I've just remembered a film I saw in the cinema <laughs> that I don't know if I've covered. If I have covered it, then stop me. Okay. But I saw Logan Lucky. No, you haven't covered that. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that? No. Um, really good. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I, I was sorta, astonished no. how good it was. Who, actually, who did that? Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's why I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Daniel Craig in that? Yes, he is. Yeah, okay, he's so very I, I, good in it. I too. only know about this vaguely. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, Logan Lucky is basically basic is a pretty traditional heist movie that happens to be set in sort of the American South in like West Virginia. Right. Um, it has Channing Tatum, and I didn't even realize it was him until the movie was over. Oh, and I thanks. Lo- you just reminded me of something else. I love Channing Tatum. I really like him. I do. Okay. Uh, ever since I saw him in Jump Street, I thought this dude's funny. And also, he's got presence. He is kind of a pretty boy, but he's good at acting his way out of that. I think. Mm. He's. I think he is. I think he seems to be an actor who has a sort of a self awareness that makes him appealing. Okay. So I quite like him. Yeah. Um, Gambit's going to be shit, but nonetheless, Gambit's um, going to be. Bald. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Logan Lucky was warm and affectionate towards the people it was portraying. Okay. It was never judgmental. It would never go, haha, look at these rednecks. It was just this really nice, pleasant movie about a community and about people coming together, yes, to commit crime. <laughs> but there was none of the smugness of Ocean's Eleven. Right. All the people felt, to me, they were believable within the world that was presented to us, which was a fairly cartoonish world. Mm-hmm. But they were believable within that world. Right. Um, the jokes were funny. Okay. Uh, there were no characters who I, I mean, apart from the deliberately unlikable characters, I liked everyone. Uh-huh. Um, 
the plot was interesting. The resolution was quite clever, and I enjoyed it. Uh, overall, I was really glad I went and saw it. Okay. It was a really nice change from the usual Marvel and horror, basically. That's interesting, because I haven't yeah. kept up with uh, Soderbergh for a long yeah. time. I mean, I knew it was him, but I didn't have any inclination, like, because I don't really... I mean, I've seen Ocean's Eleven. I've seen some of the other Oceans, and I didn't like them. But Ocean's Eleven, I like. The other two can go to hell. Yeah, but like, I don't have a, I didn't have a vision in mind of what is a Steven Soderbergh movie. No, no, fair. And so fair. it was nice, and I watched that, and it was very much like I think there was a similar thing with the audience, kind of not really getting it <laughs> because the, it wasn't whiz bang. Right. The actual heist plot wasn't explosions. It was yeah. just clever. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, man. Seth MacFarlane was in it. And I didn't even notice it was him till the credits. Again. Oh, okay. And, like, because when he appears in a film, you immediately see his stupid face, and you're <laughs> like, that's Seth MacFarlane. Right. But he was in that, and he... I didn't even register it was him until the end. <laughs> nice, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, I would recommend seeing it when it comes out, because it, if you want to see a movie that's going to leave you sort of walking away and kind of being like, yeah, that was satisfying, that was warm, mm. the good guys won, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. There's no ambiguity about this. Cool. It was good. Um, yeah, sounds alright, mate. Yeah, yeah, and I think I saw it before Baby Driver, and Baby Driver's ending tried to do the same thing and failed. So, right. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because uh, Baby Driver sucks, mm. but, you know. Uh, no, does. Logan Lucky was good, and I'm glad I saw it. All right, cool. At least one person in the audience thought it was a sequel to Logan. I'm not joking. Sweet Christ. At the end, I heard someone say, oh, I thought it was going to have Wolverine in it. <laughs> like, I'm not being a snob, but we are dealing with some real morons these Crescents, days. Like, yeah, yeah. like you've got like people who just don't do even the most basic research before they see a yeah. film. Yeah, you know, I mean, whatever, man. Just like, don't even come to the cinema. No, no, just stay. At <laughs> just home. stay in your house. Stay. At home. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's what I've seen recently. I okay. can't think of anything else. Um, there was a couple of other things I want to touch briefly on. Yeah. Uh, I saw Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Oh dear. Which was a golden wank fest. Um, I just when you said Channing. Tatum, I went, yeah, oh yeah, 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 he was in that. Um, it was fucking wretched. I mean, Don't I didn't even get. Have we talked? Have I talked about we, how much we, I hate Kingsman before? We've not talked about how okay, much I hate Kingsman. Yeah. I have slightly reevaluated it. Yeah, I don't hate it as mm. much now. Um, I think it's not good. Yeah. Um, there are bits and pieces that I get on board with, but it's the the tonal disparity yeah. in in the film that I cannot get on board with. So I, you you have a thing where a mother is about to kill her own child, and then in the next scene you've got this ridiculous fight to Casey in the Sunshine Band. I'm like, no, fuck off. Well, Don't you know, do that. That's one of the do things, one or the other. The original Kingsman. Yeah. Like, you know, that was happening all around the world, right? Yeah. So, so that's I it. mean, hundreds and thousands of children were killed by yeah. their parents. and that's it. And then they do that, and I'm like, yeah. no, don't do that. Like, and they were um, killed. Like, yeah. there's no, they, they didn't all have a door between them. Well, exactly. You don't see it, obviously. Yeah. But, but the, the, sequel, know, the sequel is just an overindulgement, overlong mess. If you don't mind me saying, quickly, Go the original it. Kingsman is like a Sunreader's Wet Dream movie. It's like a conservative <laughs> wank fest. Like, it's like about how... The, the the main villain is like the only black character and an environmentalist yeah. and a climate change guy. Obama gets his head blown up. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in in the Kingdom HQ, they have that huge wall of sun. Yeah. Pages and and I'm watching it. And I'm like, is this propaganda? <laughs> That's funny because I'm just about to watch Yes Minister again, <laughs> uh, and I was just thinking about yeah. that that hilarious scene where they they break down like who reads which paper. Uh, you you just got yeah. me on it. Like, yeah, I need. I need Someone to told that. me, um, the, the the girl I work with, that Kingsman Two 
opens with a character being ground up into a pie and yes. fed to someone who then eats it. Uh, a burger. Yeah. A burger. Yeah. That's appalling. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Why would they think people want to see that? Because I don't know. Because I know they're doing this like James Bond times a thousand thing. They say that they're doing, mm. which is how they justified that stupid anal sex joke in the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they said, "Oh, it's a parody of James Bond." Fuck off. No, it's not. It's Stop just... It. You just you just wanted to see someone get some ass action. Yeah, that's the, uh, the, the, we, yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, they reference that again in the segment. I mean, Matthew Vaughn is just a piece of waste. Yeah, well, he he's directly responsible for Vinnie Jones being in X Men Three. So well, that's he, enough reason. Didn't to hate he him. say like? I remember when people complain when that was out and people were complaining about that scene mm. with the princess and the arts. Mm. And he was like, "Oh yeah, some bloody feminists have got some idea that it's not empowering." It's like, what's empowering about bending over and like taking out the arts? Realistically, uh, I mean, in a mutual consent yeah. relationship, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But like, how dare you say that? Yeah, how dare that, you put that's... in something that's so obviously a fantasy? Exactly, and then say it's empowering. It's not up to you. No, it's you douchebag. Christ, I'm like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know he'd said that. Actually, yeah, that's and I, and you know, he directed First Class, which I liked. That speaks volumes about him. But uh, that was to, to me when he said that I was like, oh, you've just gone on the shit list forever, mate. Yeah. And again, well, the other yeah. thing about the sequel is that it brings back Colin Firth's character who was killed off in yeah. the, in the he was shot in the head of point and then range, yeah. it's like there's no stakes. Um, yeah. And then I'm just I'm not engaged, yeah. and that's that's it. So yeah, don't go and see it. Well, I suppose another thing in the first one really was that that fight where Freebird is playing in the church. Yeah, which while it's well choreographed, it's I just don't get off on violence, you know. And I think that's all it's for. It is. I don't even. Wouldn't think you it... love to stab and like cut these people open because they're racist or they're homophobic? That's all you need to make it okay to kill these people. Yeah, no. but, do, but do you know what? I don't even think it's that well choreographed. No, I've, 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 I've well, seen, the thing is, I was only saying that as I've a seen better. No, I've seen better action it. though. Yeah. Even, well, so I didn't even I, get that out of it. Yeah, um, it's already bad CG as well. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that I've seen uh, recently yeah. is the Conjuring films. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, the first one I heartily recommend to you. Are they um, found footage? They're not, are they? No, they're not. Are no. they like um, kind of ghosts? They, they are like paranormal cases uh, that are they're based... They're not like slasher? No. Right. They're paranormal cases investigated by real-life investigators. Right, right, So they right. take the at the basis and then propel it in its own thing. I see, okay. Um, the first one is really good. Okay, um, jump scares? There are. Yeah. However, what I liked about it is the, the thing about jump scares that piss me off are not just when, you know, they make me jump. When they're as lazy. They, as they freak me to do. Yeah. They're lazy. They're anticipated, which was a big problem I have with it. But we'll we'll come we'll back to that another it, yeah. time. Yeah. Um. The Conjuring sets up. Yeah. Standard jump scares and then deliberately avoids them. Cool. So there is an instance for um a kid's in bed and hears a creepy noise. Yeah. Looks over the the edge of the bed, and you wait for the face to just appear out the edge of the bed. Yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't happen. Yeah. And then. There's another creak or something, and he looks over the side of the bed. Yeah. And you wait, okay. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're doing something yeah. with this. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. And now I can't anticipate where these are coming from, and then I'm going to get shit scared, and then I'm yeah. going to hate myself for jumping, but yeah. I'm actually going to be on board with this because yeah. you've made an effort. The second one isn't as good. That feels a bit more formulaic, yeah. Um, yeah. and I wasn't quite as on board with that. Also, just really annoying English accents. Because <laughs> uh, it's about the Enfield uh, poltergeist. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Whereas the 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 first one, yeah, I was that was very well structured and really quite taut. Actually, yeah. um, I would I would definitely watch the first one if you if you're a horror fan. You yeah, haven't yeah. seen you haven't seen a good horror in a while. 
I recommend it to you. Okay. Um, I might check it out. Yeah. But the the second I tend one, to, I tend to favor the whole slasher thing more than the whole paranormal thing, though. The, I I totally get that, which yeah. is fair. I'm not keen on paranormal ones myself, but no. I thought just for playing against type, that deserves yeah. some props. Um, Anything else you've seen? Mm, Jaws live. Yeah. Do we want both saw? Do we want to talk about that? I yeah, mean, I, I think it. I think I'm pretty much caught up yeah, on other stuff that I've up. seen. So there yeah. is one, there is one other thing I've seen, which is Cult of Chucky. But, oh. but I'd rather save it for a Chucky episode. Fair days. Which Fair I days. would like to do. Um, we have very differing opinions on that, I think. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to obviously rewatch it before we do that. Okay. But I'd so like we... to do a Child's Play episode, maybe in tandem with some other horror franchise as well, like Phantasm or something. Oh, uh, we could do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could double bill that. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but let's talk about Jaws Live, which we both saw last weekend. Yeah, Jaws Live. Yeah. So, um, oh God, how do, how do I begin? Um, uh, right, so first of all, just to give it a bit of context, I mean, Jaws um, is my favorite film ever. Um, Even it's... more than The Phantom Tollbooth? E- oh, God, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Even more than Critters 3. One <laughs> percent. <laughs> Even more than The Hitcher remake? No, actually. Do you know what? It's my second favorite film <laughs> of all time. Um, anyway, going on. Yeah, yeah, it's one that I have watched constantly, uh, like into the hundreds of times, easy. Yeah. Um, this was... I went to see uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, about 18 months ago at the Royal Arbor Hall with a live accompaniment. And while the music, the, the hearing the music perform live and stuff was, was great, uh, the experience itself was a bit hit and miss for, for various reasons, which I'll sort of skip over. Uh, however, what appealed to me about this was, yeah, I, I really wanted to go and see this. I thought it would be great to hear the score live. Uh, but also the fact that there were uh, a couple of segments of score that had been cut out of the finished film that they were also performing and I was like okay as a completist as, as I a didn't sort of, even know that yeah as a sort of aficionado of this film I'm like well I've got to go to that yeah um and I was I was really glad you came with me now I only got you to watch this sort of recently April April I think yeah yeah quite recently yeah. so just like what did you think of it in, in the first um, instance well my cynicism towards Jaws is not anything to do with the film really but I tend to get a little bit pissy about about films people keep telling you to watch. I get that. Like, for one thing, I don't give a shit about gangsters. Yeah. When everyone says about The Godfather, I just be like, it's just a bunch of gangsters killing each other and being wankers. I don't care. Mm. With Jaws, it's just it's just a fucking shark eating people. <laughs> Who cares? Like, and I and I mean that. Yeah. I mean that when people say to you, "Oh, Jaws is amazing," I'm like. Is it? Because it's just a shark eating people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Realistically, that concept is not that exciting to me. No. And then I watched Jaws, and it is a... It's... Christ. It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's alive. The world they've made is alive. Mm. You, uh, There is no moment where you're watching it, and you think to yourself, that's a really good piece of acting, because you're there. Yeah. <laughs> You Everything are... you see, every character is performed perfectly mm. and is completely believable. The world is believable. They've created this world that doesn't feel like a film set. No. It feels real. Everything that happens is logical in terms of narrative. Yep. Nobody has the idiot ball. Nobody does stupid things just to make the script work. That's it, yeah. It's oh, it's great. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, there, yeah. That's all there is to it. That's it's it. one of the best films I've ever seen I think in my entire life. I think it's... Yeah, Im- immaculately presented. Yeah. It's not. It's um, not overlong. No. It's not overwrought. No. It's not gratuitous in its violence. No. Uh, there is some bloody stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it it feels some, some of it is. You need it. Horrific. Yeah. yeah. 
everyone keeps talking about how the shark thing looks like shit. It doesn't. No, it, it's. I, it's I never. Fine. I never feel while watching it that I'm looking at bad effects work ever. No, it's. Do you know what? Bad yeah. practical effects work is still more believable than bad CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there is definitely an argument to be made. If they made a Jaws now, it would be a CGI. It shark. would. It yeah. would look like. Well, they made one deep blue sea. Oh which, right, yeah. which was just an absurd piece of trash, but it was yeah. it was good fun, um, especially because it led to a long running joke where I would I would say to Luke because you know that Terrence yeah. Davis film, The Deep Blue Sea. Oh, here's the trailer, Luke, and he he was like away for a drink, came back ten minutes later, he's like, oh, he clicked on it, and it was fucking the shark film, and he lost his shit. I was like, <laughs> I love that I can keep this joke going. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like really stretched it out as well. It's yeah. good. Um, Jaws, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the storytelling, the the community. I, I love that the community established it. Yeah, because it's, it's really well done. It's yeah. like there isn't. Yeah, you as I say, they don't feel like drawn characters. They feel like just you are in this township. Their interaction, basically. yeah. The jokes that come up, the humor yeah. in the movie. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they've just made a joke. It just no. feels. It feels real. Yeah. And it's it's so warm, and it's I, and it's like you get this. The lead character yeah. is passing yeah, yeah. through these interactions, and you just get snippets yeah. of them as they're going on. They they bear no relevance on how the movie ends or anything like that. It's just like it's an establishment yeah. of this setting that he's he's almost an intruder into. Yeah, to some degree, um, which is great. You you really feel his feeling out of sorts because this is his first big case, yeah, and yeah. you know he. He doesn't belong there, and they all reference the fact that he's not an islander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's I didn't. I, I caught that this time around. I didn't yeah, catch that before. Which is another thing I caught that I really want to mention before I forget. Yeah. You know, the character of the mayor could easily have been a cartoon. Yeah. But then they have that sequence in the emergency room. Yeah. Where he's clearly, utterly, uh, like traumatized. Yeah. And he, he's he's part of him is still resistant. Mm. But he's like, just sign the order. He's like, just sign the form. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, you know, my kids were on that beach too. Mm. You know. And I really liked that sequence because it turns the only character who could even be considered a character, yeah, into a real person into an again. Person. Yeah. yeah. And then I think he stops appearing after that. I think that's he does. His, yeah. yeah. That's that's his because last appearance. That's it. That, that's what the film does. It just chops all the fat. It's like, well, what's the lead character's name again? Uh, the lead character is uh, Chief Brody. Yeah, Brody. Sorry, I've only seen it twice. No, that's fine. <laughs> Brody's fine. wife yeah. vanishes from the film yeah. after he leaves. Everyone else vanishes from the film after he leaves because it becomes about these three men on this yeah. boat and this shark. That's it. And it's just so pared down. Nowadays, there would be constant cuts back to his wife worrying about him. Mm. There'd be Which cuts you back... do get. Yeah. You know, she radios in. And then it's just and he like, smashes and the radio to that, That's fun. it. But yeah, he gives yeah. her, he gives her the, the brush off, basically. Yes. He's like, right, we've got to go. Yeah. Don't have time it's for this. It's totally... Um, so it pointedly yeah. states the fact that they have got no time for fat. I see. And when I said about the characters being the first time I saw it, when Quint first appears at the town meeting, yeah, I was thinking to myself, "Oh, here's the shit character. Yeah, here's the unbelievable shit character." Mm. Nope, because they play him up as basically being a disturbed cunt. Yeah, uh, he's, <laughs> but he's, he's like, great. Yeah, I love him. He is he's completely believable. Because at first he seems like your kind of guy, but then they have someone like actually say, "Look, I don't go in for this old crap. This whole yeah. What does he say again? Um, I I, I don't need this working class hero. Yeah, crap. that. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, they've given voice to my exact concerns about this. Yeah, I love this film. They're, my they're, god, they're so in tune with. Like, I could watch it again now and have the best time ever. That's like, it. That's, but they're, they're, they're so in tune with potential criticism. Yeah, um, yeah. and yeah. so in tune with like, okay, what is what is unnecessary? What, what what's the basic 
thing that we need to not only make this feel like a real place and real people yeah. and in a real situation, but also then it just as soon as they leave the island on that boat, it's yeah. like pure adventure. It's, it it's is, like yeah, straight on. It's um, adventure. I mean, the thing is, I wouldn't call it a horror film. No, I'd I, call it I, very much a thriller. Adventure I could thriller, see adventure thriller. A lot of people say. do call it a horror film, yeah. and I could see the justification. I can for see the that. justification for it, but it's it's ultimately about the relationship between these three guys and this shark. Yeah, yeah, you know, it. which is like saying it's about the relationship between these seventeens and Freddy, which is not what I'm saying. I guess because yeah. it's not. It's like no. it's about how they all react and how their different mm. skill sets and they well, come like, together. The the death of the the little boy on the on the floating raft. Uh-huh. I mean, is horrible. But yeah. it's it's not actually about the fact that he gets killed. It's a it's all about Brody's reaction. Yeah. Um, which you get when you get you know this this sort of Hitchcock zoom. That's a shot, thing. which is a great effect, and they use it really well. And it's like it's, Some, yeah. it sells the fact that it's it's all about him. It's it's not about the fact that this guy's this little kid has been killed, well, and it's about the the hysteria that sets yeah. in the town after that that he feels partly responsible An for. Which you get thing. that great bit where the yeah. the mother comes up in black yeah, yeah, and yeah, slaps yeah, yeah, him, yeah, and they yeah. have this confrontation. And he just looks yeah. totally distraught. Yeah, he does. Which then leads into that scene at the dinner table with a kid, mm. which is. Beautiful, yeah, it is, so yeah. well played. When, when the kid is imitating him, yeah, right? yeah, which is just like I mean, I did that. Mm. You know, I, I, that is a recognizable thing that they. Put I want to mention that shot you told you mentioned, the iconic shot of him noticing the commotion, and you get that strange effect, yeah. which I think is zooming in while moving the doily away. Yeah, or so you you you, yeah. you zoom in while you pull, pull back. back. Yeah. yeah, and the interesting thing about that is that's the most realistically that's the most significant event in the whole film. Because that's, that's the event that turns everything upside down. Mm. The first attack, they can believably kind of go... Eh, yeah, they, 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 they scrub over, yeah. and he's clearly uncomfortable. But this is vivid blood everywhere. Yeah. A little kid getting munched. Yeah. There's blood pouring out of the water. Yeah. And then you get that one shot. And the whole rest of the movie, there's no more stunt shots like that. No. No more gimmick shots, because no. that's the moment of real horror. Yeah. And... Nowadays, they would have that shot every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because they go, "Hey, this looks really cool. Let's keep doing it." Mm. It's, but this is a film that does like everything with nothing. That's yeah. It's, it's, it's so much that's for, it. with so little because they had to keep working around it. So they got yeah. creative. They yeah. got inventive. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're gonna have to rewrite yeah. this. We're gonna have to sell it some some other way. It's, it's so perfect that it makes me wonder. It, it, it's like it doesn't even. Uh, uh, this is a silly thing to say, I suppose, but it's one of those films that's so good you stop thinking about how they did it. Mm. Well, that's know, it. The you're just completely is, caught up in it. The irony being, if yeah. the, if the shark had worked as much as they wanted it to work, that film would probably not be half as good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's yeah. it's a thing by design. It's yeah. like okay, well, you know, we and they don't just throw in a ropey effect and just say that'll do. They're like, okay, well, this is not convincing. How do we work yeah, around yeah, this? Yeah. And it, and it's like it's. Because of that, this this structure just forms out this chaos. It's it's an incredible um, mm-hmm. piece of work. The 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 three cornered relationship between the three men. Yes. Um, who all play off each other beautifully. Yeah. When it becomes just about that central trio, I mean, you get that incredible scene. And okay, the, in the, the in the galley. In, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, Quint could have been a caricature. Quite, yeah, he could have been. Yeah, he could have been the cartoon character, yeah, just yeah. like you said. And then you get pulled into his story. Mm. And it's like it's magnetic. It's yeah. it, it, everything just disappears. Mm. All you see, all you see is him. Yeah, that's a fantastic it's, sequence. I, I, 
But right before that, you've got the whole I got that beat thing. Yeah, where they're comparing scars. And it just gets joyous. It gets more and more like, okay, I, I, you know, I got that one. I got this one. But then it fades into the horror. Like, it's it's unsettling because he he goes, like, he obviously doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, it turns on a dime. There's no malice in it. Like, Hooper, is it Hooper? Uh, Hooper is yeah, uh, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, the, the guy, yeah. Hooper yeah. doesn't mean any malice. By no, it. no. They're just being lads. Yeah. The the interesting thing I found is that when Quint does get killed, mm. when I first watched it, that was one of the only things I didn't really like because I didn't like the futility of it. Mm. But then I watched it again. And I was like, no, without him, they would never have managed this. Yeah. Like that. That. that without him, they could never have got here. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so there isn't. It's not futile. No. It's horrible. But he's. It's it, very horrible. But it's yeah. not futile at all. But if he's, if any of them are going to go, it's yeah, him. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost like acknowledging. It's almost like he wanted to. Yeah. It's like he wanted to die. Like, he wanted he, to shark to kill him. That, yeah. Because he, when he, when he's telling the story, he's like. I'll never put on a life jacket again. Yeah, it's like yeah, part of you just wants well, to. Wants he, to he, go. Yeah, he smashes the, you, when he smashes the radio up as yeah, well. Yeah, you, you want to be free of and this. And the sheer yeah. horror of that hadn't really hit me until the second viewing. Yeah, but getting on. I mean, we've talked about the film before. Yeah, so I want. I think it's we want to talk about the live experience. experience. I mean, really. I could spend a whole podcast. Yeah, we we, we, we maybe will one day. But yeah. like the live experience. But the live experience was something else. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there were a couple of points, and I, I said this to you, and it, it feels really eater for me to say this. Yeah. But the, <laughs> I have seen that film so many times to know every beat of that score, to know yeah. like every nuance in it. And there were a couple of points where they slightly got it off key. Uh or or slightly mistimed it, I yeah, should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh. But then immediately I was just like right back into it. Um I had a totally the the weird thing for me in this, I mean, it was great hearing the score live. They performed it really well, and I got as invested into this film as if I had never seen it. And that is the biggest compliment I can give yeah. it. I got such a a rush of exhilaration, particularly towards the end when it's all building up to you know him yeah. killing the shark, and and all the, the sort of little subtleties of the the more emotional moments that they played. It was just like, yeah, this this orchestra is is great. Yeah. Um. The it was almost like a renewed yeah. thing for me, and that's that's really weird to say that this is such a familiar film to me to, that I I know it so well that I could I could I could tell you what's happening on the yeah, screen with yeah, my yeah. shot, and then it was like it was as if I'd never seen it. And I actually yeah I cried yeah at the end. Pussy. I, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. But this was like I suddenly became aware of how much of my life was wrapped up in this one thing. Yeah. That it was, I've had this film with me from, like, it was the first film I ever saw. Yeah. I must I must have been, like, four, five. So yeah. it's been with me for, like, 30-odd years, from childhood to adolescence to, like, yeah. you know, early 20s to now. Yeah. It's been a mainstay. It's like yeah. no, nothing else has stuck with me this long. It's, yeah, 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 it was yeah. just, like, and I, I, all this stuff came to the surface at the end, and I was just like, whew. Wow, yeah. what an experience! On top of that was the actual like real engagement with what was happening on the screen as well. So yeah, it all yeah, just yeah. doubled up. It became a really well, emotional. I frequently, experience for me. I, I, I was so invested in the film that I stopped even noticing the orchestra at times. <laughs> I mean, I, I could hear them, yeah, but I stopped noticing them. Yeah, that's the it. acoustics in the Albert Hall are so incredible. Yeah, that they, it was but, crystal clear. I mean, yeah. Every word was crystal clear. Yeah, it was. Which it yeah. hadn't been when yeah. I went to see Raiders. So they they must have 
they must have worked that because they've had quite a few of these yeah. live orchestra experiences and they, they've finally figured out how to get mm. the balance right um we had a really enthusiastic audience for it as well they yeah. were they were really um respectful yeah uh of when to shut the fuck up yeah and you then you know I, th- I think there was one bit that pissed you off wasn't it in, or, retros- slight, in, slightly retrospect, in retrospect, no. I was slightly annoyed when, when they said the bigger boat line. Yeah, so you Because that to me just felt like them going, oh, he said the thing. You know? Yeah. It's like the dumb way falling through the bar thing yeah. where it's not funny anymore. Yeah, basically, but they still the, applaud it. the whole audience applauded when Brody says you're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Because it's like the most iconic line in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind that. No, in, in retrospect, I don't care. In yeah. retrospect, it was fine. But at the time, I was a little bit like, yeah, we get it. You've seen it before. You yeah, know? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I did think it was quite sweet when Hooper resurfaces at the end and everyone had cheered. Yeah, because well, you heard that one woman go, yay! And then everyone kind <laughs> and everyone of... everyone yeah. just like, yeah. Because yeah. that was such a good ending. Yeah. I think there were people there seeing it for the first time. I think there were. Because you could hear the reactions from people. Yeah. That Absolutely. was really up. Yeah, that was great. You heard them. You heard the gasps. Yeah. You heard the. Uh, so basically, ultimately, unless there's anything else you want to add first, um, there's nothing else that I want to add. But yeah. I'm, I'm sort of more curious about if you've got anything to add from your own experience. No, I don't I've only really seen because it twice. really, I really, really, all it just did for me is cement it as just like yes, this is this is one of the best songs I've ever seen. It would be difficult to argue with someone who said it was the best song ever made. Really, in terms of everything it does, and what it achieves with what it sets out to achieve, and what it achieves, mm. like it's pretty much flawless mm. it, it, it's just a perfect way to tell this story like if you meet someone who's who, who has seen that film and doesn't like it you'd be like what's wrong with you yeah i know that, that would be that would be a thing because yeah I, I, or if they said they didn't like it but they appreciated it you'd be like okay fine fine you know? yeah but it's really difficult to understand why anyone would have a problem with it or what problem they would have with it exactly yeah you know? and I, I've, I've not met anybody yet the violence isn't gratuitous no but it is horrific which is mm. what it should be yeah the the humor is funny and it and it is and it's natural. Yeah, it's not like Marvel where it's, no. everyone's quipping all the time. No, that's it. It's balanced. Yeah. It's funny sort of stuff. Like you know, again, this is how to undercut something dramatic without being shit. Yeah, like the scene where after um the the the, the, the little boy's mother has slapped Brody in the face, yeah. he goes home. Hooper comes around with wine. But you might want to let that breathe, you know. Yeah, yeah, but this is like yeah. f- ten minutes after that. Yeah, but it's still and, it, and he it's is not suffering. Yeah, but you're but al- you're allow for that scene. You allow that to yeah. settle, and then it's like he comes in with the wine. When he's he like, pours the wine, yeah. and he says he's like filling a whole tumbler with it, and he's yeah. like, "You may want to let that breathe." Okay, okay. <laughs> but but then it's also that he comes in and he's, he looks and he's like, "How was your day?" Yeah, it's very. And it's like it's so well, human. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. It's so. It's not like because he's the thing is, when th- when bad things happen to people, when they know it ultimately isn't their fault because mm. that's what one of the one of my favorite little asides is after that happens. I can't remember who it is who says it to him. Says like, she's wrong. And he Brody. Goes, no, she's no, not. she's not. But he knows that they're both right. Yeah, yeah. And you can really feel that sense of that. Uh, and then the way that that does that tension does get dissolved with laughter, mm. with friends, with yeah. family. Yeah, and uh, just like oh, it's let's just, just get beautiful drunk and, and about warm, it, you know? and it's a very it, human, it's film. very nice. Yeah, it's uh, that's my favorite film. thing about it. Yeah, I, there I isn't knew a single, that that would appeal to there isn't you. a single moment in that film that feels affected or feels fake to no. me. And that's something that almost nothing I've ever seen can say. But it's almost like the humor. Yeah. you know, the humor is not designed. 
by a committee to go, right, we need to make them laugh at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's all based on just these interactions that they Naturally have. Naturally arising people. interactions yeah, that people won't have. Nobody's, nobody's look, yeah. looks as if, when they when they say something funny, it doesn't look like they're looking at the camera. Yeah. You know, yeah, it does, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, when, they, when he arrives... Uh, when Hooper arrives and he says to that crew of guys, he's like, you know, um, can you tell me if there's a good restaurant or hotel in the island? He's like, yeah, you walk straight ahead. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, just, uh, you're funny, uh, you're not gonna die. <laughs> and I, I love that guy. I mean, there's there's not a bad performance in no, that. There film, no, there isn't. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's just immaculate. even the kids aren't bad. No, the kids aren't bad, yeah. but they're kept. Yeah, yeah. To a minimum. Yeah, which I'll, which one is of the good. Sca- one of the most horrific sequences for me is that. When the older kid, Mi- not Michael, he's the younger kid. Michael's the older kid. And Michael is in the pool where the shark is. Yeah. And there's that scene of the younger kid just by himself crying yeah. on the sand because he doesn't know what's going on or he's yeah. lost. Yeah. That's interesting. And that's an interesting bit of symbolism as well yeah. um, for Brody's mental state at that point. It must yeah. be the same. Right, exactly. In- really interesting bit of symbolism it's there. Like, well, because he. F- the whole we, should, film, we should do a whole episode about this. The whole film is about his powerlessness, basically. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. His, Almost that, well, he takes the reins. He goes. He goes up against. You know, there's a whole thing about him being afraid of water. Yeah. In in any other film, they would make a huge deal out of that. But no, he's a guy who knows what he has to do. So he goes out on the water. So, uh, yeah, but he, and he, he hates just, it. He looks constantly in fear yeah, for his life. But he goes out and he does it. No. And it's there's no big thing made about like oh no water. You know, I, I made that very, thing. I took a still image good. from that scene where they're all sitting around the dinner table. Yeah. And how. Quint and Hooper are sort of half pissed at this point and look very relaxed and sort of inebriated. And he is joining in the singing, but he looks tense. He looks coiled. It's like yeah. really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. And just as he's beginning to relax, yeah. the shark attacks. Yeah. It's like no respite for you, mate. Yeah. You know. But then, of course, just... at the end, they swim back to yeah. mainland. And he's finally sort of yeah. like he's confronted. Doesn't his, he say like his... I used to be? You know, I used to be. I used um, to hate the water. I used to hate the so, water. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Yeah. What a great ending. <laughs> That's it's and no just, BS. No BS. That's the end. As the like, credits yeah. finish, you'll yeah. notice just as the credits finish, they hit the beach. Yeah. And yeah, they're back yeah, on yeah, land, yeah, and that's yeah. it. That's just the. It's what perfect, a beautiful yeah. way to end it. Yeah. I'm so. I was afraid of showing you. Mm. I really was because mm. I've, I know that thing of like when a film the has been talked the about yeah. so much. Yeah, because I'm guilty of it as mm. well. And well, like, I, the thing is, I feel God, please like there this. are films I feel that way about. Like I feel that way to some degree about Alien. Yeah, but we'll get into that sometime. I, I want to wrap this up to be honest. No, so, fair enough. Fair enough. What we should talk about real briefly is let's face it. It would be pretty. Um, what's the word? Irresponsible. To do a film-based podcast and not talk about this, and yeah, um, uh, unfor- we, unfortunately, it's become such a thing that yeah. we, we have to we have to talk about it. We're not going to dwell on it. We're not going to offer our re- any. I don't think we have any opinions of worth to offer on this. To be honest, I, I, I speak for myself there, obviously. Well, the, the thing is, there yeah. are very li- there's very little opinion you yeah. can give on this. I mean, because so much has come out mm. about it, it's like it's fact. It's done a fact, basically. Well, here's what um, I want to say, really. What I want to say is my personal take, and this is going to be a little bit self-indulgent, but I've got to get it out there. Yeah. With this whole Weinstein thing. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. If being, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. Basically, um, he has been exploiting his power and position to well, for decades. For decades to exploit women. And it's been something of an open secret, much like Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Um, which, where people knew about it, but they were in no real position with, to do anything with about far, it. Yeah. I, I would say wider ranging, wider reper- ranging. repercussions, yeah. and obviously yeah. over a vastly yeah. more popular. And it's been area. this thing. It's come in the wake of this social media movement called Me Too, which, which was a brilliant, bold, really powerful, astonishing, statement. clever piece of like with six characters, a hashtag, and five letters. 
It said so much. Yeah. So for so many people, so many people came forward. So many people have been brought to task for what they've done. Yeah. At least to the best of their power, that it can be brought to task. Mm. And you know, it's one of and it, you know, it was one of those things, and it sort of got me thinking. Like, in the past, have I been abusive? Yeah. And not realized it. Yeah. And I've thought about it extensively, and you know, I think probably yeah, I have. I can think of things that I've done that I would never do now, yeah, or would say now. Mm, you know, yeah, no, I was also, sure. and if you don't, I mean, again, I'm not making this about me, but this show I do called Video World, I've made 16 episodes, I think now, maybe 15, and I've had three women in it. One to get fucked, <laughs> another one to get fucked by a monkey, right, and a third one to get their tits grabbed. That's it, right? That's all I've done. Mm. And I looked back at that, and I'm thinking, I got to do better than this. Yeah, I got to do better than this. You know, I can't say all these things and say I have, I care about this. I can do better than that, and then pull this shit. I can't do it. I get that. I don't put that as a symptom of me being a horrible person. No, but like, I need to do better than that. Like, that's not good enough. That's that's crappy. Mm. I don't want people to look at stuff I've made and go, mm. this 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 guy doesn't give a shit. I don't want that. So that's 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 the way I'm making it about me, no, <laughs> ultimately. But what it is, which, which is you know, that's the, that's the reflection I've taken away from this. Mm. And you know, the fact that it's taken this for me to even reflect is dis- disgusting, quite frankly. But yeah, uh, you know, I've been saying this like I'm pretty progressive. I have problems with some progressive, like the way some people present their arguments. I have problems with, and I can't call myself that and still not do anything about it. You yeah. know, doing nothing would have been better, yeah. and uh, that bums me out. And uh, Ultimately, I just hope that this having happened puts paid to this shit for some for a lot of people. Like, well, I, I just want I just want things to be better. Obviously, you know? he was just the first. It's it's like <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's like the the small stones that start we need an avalanche. To do we, we've we've got yeah. Weinstein, and then all of a sudden we've got all these like uh, media creators on yeah. on like YouTube. Like, yeah, that, Adam stuff. from what culture? Um, who else? Yeah. Uh, the guy from uh, Honest Trailers. That that yeah, guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But there were there were others as well, and and oh yeah. this this new uh, yeah. uh, James Harry James, Knowles. Harry Knowles. Harry Knowles. He was even before Weinstein. I he think. was before Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James. Toback, um, yeah. who is a, a, a not particularly well-known director. He's not done anything yeah. that you know really would have hit mainstream. Yeah. But like, even more women have yeah. come out about him. Like James Gunn, the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. guy, has said he's known about him for years. He's been posting about him for years, and nobody's yeah. nobody's sort of taken him on about it. The, um, um, people that he knows have been affected. Basically, ultimately, I just hope this momentum doesn't stop. Because we've now got a world where, pe- where obviously women feel comfortable with saying this stuff. Because, like, you know, but what, what would it, I mean, I don't think I've ever known what it's like to be put in that position where I'm, people are, are being abusive to me and there's no one I can talk to because it would jeopardize my life too much. It would jeopardize my career and my relationships. I've, I'm privileged that I've never had to put up with that. I have never been. I mean, you hear some of the stories, yeah. though, and it's like about these naive. Um, people, you know, people, women starting out. That's that's how he sort of catches them on, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, I have never been in a situation where yeah. where I'm going, oh god, this is making me uncomfortable. Am am I just overreacting? Oh, I have is, no is, choice is, but to go along with yeah, this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait. Maybe. Well, not even. But that. No. But not even. Maybe not. That, 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 that self. That self criticism. That self questioning yeah. of. Maybe I'm just overreacting. Is this just when what he's like, a, like approaching yeah. them? I mean, I, yeah. I've, I've, I'm I'm very fortunate to have never had encountered yeah. that, and to not be the sort of person who would think that that is yeah. a justifiable way to 
conduct yourself to anyone, regardless of who they are. I mean, it's just, Mm. it's sickening to think that this has been going on for so long and that we have created a, an environment and a culture where silence is the only answer because we, we, we immediately delegitimate, delegitimize anybody who comes forward and says this happened to me. Yeah. How did how did we get to this point? That's that's the thing. I mean, I'm I'm glad that this movement started, but the thing that's hit me with all it's this taking this long though is just incredible sadness. That yeah, yeah. This has been going on for so long, and yeah. that we and that you know the I, f- I feel, although there's no like blood on my hands, I feel partly responsible for it. That's that's the horrible. I thing. I get you. Well, this is what I was the thing I was saying. It's kind of like there's this stuff where you think back as oh that was. You know that was a bad scene. I, 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 that that went down badly. Yeah. And then you think back even more, and you're like, yeah, but that's just from my perspective. Yeah. What was that to them? What, I, you yeah. Know? Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Let's. Yeah. Look. The, the the final word on this obviously is let's just let's just hope this momentum continues. Continues. Let's I, hope that things change there for the are, better. There things is... have got to change for the better. This can't be Hollywood. This can't be the world. The thing is, you know, it's it's. The, I mean, obviously, you know. Um, yeah. we're, we're talking about the, these particular people. This there is going to be more names come out. Yes, there are. There, there yes. are there are going to be people yeah. whose works I like, who pe- people who I revere. Yeah, they are going to be named. I can see it coming. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be like, <laughs> the thing is, the horrible thing for me is I don't want to stop enjoying this thing that is giving me such pleasure. You so don't it's have like, to. How do I distance? I mean, if basically, I mean, let, let's well, just let, let's let's say that I, I there was a film that I particularly enjoyed. What about it, Spielberg? What if Spielberg came out? He was it, doing that. If, if Spiel, if it came out that Spielberg was doing that, yeah, I don't know that I could look at anything he did the same way. I don't know that something like yeah. what we've just spoken about. If I if I was to sit there yeah. and watch Jaws again, I would yeah. not be able to get that out of my head. Well, I'm a pretty big fan of Woody Allen. I'm not, thankfully. Yeah, yeah lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel as though the work has to necessarily stand apart from the um, director or whoever, the producer. Which I, uh, I there get. There are plenty of Merrimax and Weinstein Company films that I think are excellent masterpieces and will watch for the rest of my life. Mm. The only difference is that every time the Weinstein Company logo appears, I'll think about a rapist instead of a producer. Yeah. Which and is... ultimately, you know, uh, the, the art is going to stand alone. But right now... The art doesn't matter. Okay, the art well, is not important right let, now. Let, let's let's put it as an extreme case. Yeah, um, Clown House, right? Yeah. If you were a big fan of Clown House, and then you found out that Victor Salva actually molested a child on yeah. the set of that film, yeah, you you could you bring yourself to watch that again? Yeah. Like how though? How do you how do you separate yourself from that? Because whenever I watch a film, I got to be honest, I'm not thinking about who made it. Mm. I'm not trying to think about that. I mean, every time I see his name, I'll just think of a child molester. Yeah. But whenever I watch the film, I will think about the film. Right. I might think about how that knowledge informs the film or yeah. makes the film skeevier. Yeah. But to I me, would... it wouldn't put it to death. It wouldn't put it to death for me. I would. I would struggle. Mm. Something like um, Roman Polanski, for example, films by him. Yeah. You know, Chinatown. Which I've not seen. Yeah, well, that's a masterpiece. And yeah. it will always be a masterpiece. It sucks that it's a masterpiece that was made by a paedophile. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the uh, 
Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I don't want to say much more because I, I don't want to get into the whole art separate from artist thing because right now it doesn't matter. That's I, not no, you're, 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 you're quite right. I'm not chastising yeah. you by saying that because it no. is worth the conversation worth having. But ultimately, really, I just want to say, you know, we recognize, and I'm speaking for both of us to some degree, we recognize this. Like, we do not, this is not something to make a fucking joke about. No. You know? It, ask us again in 10 years. And I still, I still would, yeah. I still wouldn't. Um, uh, ten years time, a lot more is going to have come out. Hopefully, listening to this in ten years time, we'll be sitting here going, "God, remember when look, Hollywood look, was a look how much the yeah, landscape has changed for the better." A debauched hellhole, and that 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 seems to be the horrible. It, it seems to have started at a particular period. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's gone on oh, gorgeous, a long, long, yeah. long, long time. But there seems to have been a certain point where it's mm. hit peak where it's just mm. this assumption of power as opposed to like yeah. oh god this is this is not the way to actually act towards another human being it's yeah. like they, they are able to separate that somehow and what i hate yeah because obviously with the nature of certain things in my life i've been speaking about yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. In, in therapy yeah i hate the fact that weinstein is hiding behind this the the, 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 this thing. curtain of addiction. Yeah, it's like no, you're a fucking predator. Yeah. You you don't do this for forty years and yeah. go, oh well, I guess it's time to change my ways because I've been caught. If you're an addict, yeah, that's that's not how these things work. You must the, the, know. If, if we can take anything positive positive away from this whole thing, it's that maybe the tide is turning. Maybe. Well, maybe. Uh, it's just it's a damn shame that it's taken this yeah. and it's taken this long for it to happen but maybe yeah. ultimately this movement will lead us to something better maybe um but i, f- I find it just incredibly sad to, yeah. to think about the amount of stories that have come out as i say not just him but the just the volume of stuff yeah um shit man at the beginning of this podcast i was talking about how um who was it i was saying i see them and i just oh yeah wonder woman Wonder Woman, literally yeah. just undermining that, yeah. while at the same time saying, "I'm aware that this is a horrible thing to do," mm. and still doing it. Yeah, like I've basically just gone, "Oh yeah, this is a horrendous thing to say that has no actual moral basis or value," and by acknowledging that, it's now okay to say it. Right, doesn't make any but, sense, does it? But then, are you? <laughs> is the you know we talked about that particular shot in yeah. the trailer, which well, it is, is a male gaze, shot, it is a male advantageous yeah. shot. Are you being yeah. encouraged to think like that? Well, that gets us into a whole other argument, like, what's the difference between objectifying women and um, dehumanizing women, I suppose. Mm. But that's not for now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> let's, let's, uh, yeah, but well, let's just, yeah, let's just end this with a deep, deeply d- dissatisfied sigh. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? that's what this is, really. Yeah, and, I mean, like, really. And, you know, I will, I will say, I will say, like, thanks for listening. Yeah. And,. We're all trying to do better. Yeah, and that's all we can do. That's all we can do, and we're recognizing that where things have been fucked up. Yeah, and I will. I think you will find going forward on this show, there will be less of. I mean, there can only be less of the sort of ridiculous, lascivious kind of way kind of stuff. <laughs> like, because for God's sake. Really, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, let's, let's stop. Yeah, I mean, we really, yeah. we really could do without it. Yeah, but yeah. like, thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time. Okay, and next time, 
Are we are we doing King next yeah, time? Yeah, we're doing we, King are we, next are we time. Next we'll time. Yeah, King we next we, time. we yeah. did intend yeah. to cover it yeah. uh, this and time. And he but we're has a great it. track record with portrayals of women, so let's get right into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good night, everyone.